1: This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: What's up? Tuesday afternoon with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios, visit PearlRiverResort.com. Pearl River Resort, the home of the sportsbook at Time Out Lounge. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, and you glad to be with you boys. What's up?
3: Uh, it's it's 1-0 Chelsea. They need one more if they want to stay alive in the Champions League. We'll see what happens. Forty Wait,
2: hold on. Like like they here. they get eliminated, yeah, they disbarred, lost the- relegated? What What does that mean?
3: They just be out of the tournament if they if they lose this game.
2: Okay, but if they so, the Champions one, League is not a league; it's a tournament made up of teams that perform well enough during yes some regular season. Correct. The previous regular season. Correct. How many te- sixteen teams in the Champions League?
3: No, it starts at uh at sixty four.
2: Wait, so right? what do you have to do to qualify no, it's 32. For the Champions League?
3: Uh, finish top four in your league, or win, or win your league. If depending on if it's one of those smaller European leagues.
2: And Chelsea plays in the Premier League. Correct. So this is where you bring teams together from like the Premier League and La Liga and the Bundesliga yes. and all the yes, other Chelsea's okay. playing.
3: Okay. Chelsea's playing Real Madrid right now.
2: So how long does a Champions League tournament last?
3: Uh, it starts in September and it'll go all the way through May. What? You heard me.
2: It's not even... So how are they out already? They're not
3: out. If they lose this game, they'll be... Oh! If they lose this game,
4: they'll
2: be <laughs> Porky, out. We get hate ads. Pretend fandom real, real-time reaction. Why is it pretend? Because they're not American, and you live in America. Oh, my gosh. Uh, no, no. I'm, I, I, I appreciate your passion. I still don't understand, though.
3: Okay, I'm listening as I watch. Yes!
2: Yes! Yes! Vorky, do you understand how this works, how Champions League works? No. They just scored. Okay, aggregate. fine, whatever. I don't I don't care about the result, but I, I am curious as to how this works.
3: It's a tournament, all right? You play in the group stage. The top two teams in the group advance to the uh, the knockout stage. Chelsea won their first knockout stage matchup against uh, Lyon, a couple weeks ago, and now they're playing Real Madrid.
2: Does Champions League happen every year, or is it every couple of years? Every year. Every year. Chelsea won it last year. So this is an annual professional World Cup? That's a good way to describe it, yes. Okay, good. We can move forward now, because nobody really cares. But uh, I know you do. Well, actually, I guess lots and lots of people care, but yes.
3: More people probably care about this than the Super Bowl, but not here in Mississippi.
2: Yeah, not not so much here in in Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi with you Michael Borkey. I feel like equal time is deserved for you to talk about the NBA playoffs about to begin? Uh, no, no, let's dive into literally anything else. <laughs> That's fair. Uh there was baseball this morning. In Oxford, 11 o'clock start for Ole Miss and Murray State. Mississippi State has baseball this evening against UAB. We will talk about these things, but Borky, I really like this idea that you've got. Uh, it is, uh, it's, it's a little off season ish, but guess what? We're kind of in the off season, right? Midweek baseball, not going to drive things. Obviously a huge weekend coming up for Mississippi State, for Ole Miss, for Southern Miss. We'll get to that in a couple of days. And so, give me the genesis of where you want to go here, and then we'll go. Uh, so, uh, I have a very old Dell computer.
4: It is very old. And when it, w- when it was given to me, it had a refurbished sticker on the bottom of it. That was okay. eight years ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, oh, man. so, it is a terrible computer. If, if I unplug the power cord from the computer, it shuts down. Okay. And it was going through an hour-long update this morning. That, and while,
3: it, it was giving you problems at uh, yeah. at the, the remote the other day.
4: And that's all it does. So, yep. uh, But uh, have you looked at the price of Macs lately? I can't yep. afford one of those, so we're using the Dell until it's no longer usable. Fair enough. Uh, as it was updating this morning, I had my coffee, happened to have it in a Supertalk mug, like not even by accident, and I was thinking, I'm going to stage a picture and then have something that will generate some content until I can get my computer running so I can do all the stuff that I do in the mornings. Uh, for our social pages and in the show itself, and yeah, that's just okay. kind of what popped into my head was you know what controversial sports opinions if you what is your most controversial sports
2: opinion all right, you can send us yours on the ceasefire text line the most controversial sports opinion by you that you have about any sport. nothing is off limits. You can send us these on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. Time to unlimit your data with $45 unlimited, only from prepaid by C Spire. Get unlimited on C Spire's nationwide 5G network for just $45 with auto pay. No credit checks, no hidden fees. Learn more at cspire.com slash prepaid. I have one. Would you like me to start? Do it. Borky, there's a touch of recency bias here. And by recency bias, I mean 45 minutes ago. That is very recent. That is very, very recent. But I reached my tipping point. I have discovered that there is nothing in sports that bothers me more than slow play. It bothers me if I'm watching golf. It bothers me if I'm playing golf. It bothers me in a baseball game. The sluggish slowness of a baseball game that has no rhythm to it, it's no good. So here's my unpopular sports opinion. If you are involved in slow play, you get one warning. The second time it happens, you are ejected. The third time it happens, you are executed. That's it. (laughs) That is my unpopular sports opinion. I do not care what the sport is. If you are a flopper in soccer, you just slowed the game down. You get one warning, and then you are ejected from the game if it happens again, and the third time you are executed. Are they shot on the field? Uh, we'll work out the details later. Okay, I guess what I just
3: wanted to know. Uh, if the idea of being a, able to see a live execution might be a ticket seller. I don't know.
2: If in a college football game you fake an injury to slow things down, oh you are God. first warned second ejected and third executed. If you are a pitcher that feels the need to catch the ball coming back from the catcher halfway between home plate and the pitcher's mound and then you need to slowly walk to the back of the pitcher's mound and then you need to scratch and then you need to spit and then you need to adjust your hat and then you need to toe the rubber and then you need to step off and then you need to scratch around the rubber and then you need to step on and then you need to take shake off two signs and then throw a ball The first time, you shall be warned. The second time, you shall be ejected. And the third time, you shall be ejected. If you are a hitter in baseball, who feels the need to, between every single pitch, step out of the box, take three practice swings, adjust both batting gloves, take your helmet off, put your helmet back on, adjust both batting gloves again, step in with one foot, slowly step in with the second foot, two or three more practice swings while your backhand is up asking for time, only then are you ready to receive the pitch from the equally slow pitcher, you may be warned and then ejected, and then I think execution is is uh it's a reasonable solution. That's my unpopular sports opinion. We got
4: one of those on Twitter that that kind of thinks with you, and, and I I agree so much. Uh, if you're hitting, you your body a part of your body has to stay in the box. You have to keep a foot in the box. You can step out of the box if you need to get a signal from your coach or whatever, but you have a foot in the batter's box at all times, or else you are called out. Um, With some exceptions, like if you get a ball thrown at your head and you back off, whatever, but you get right back in the box. And a pitch clock needs to actually be enforced. you got 20 seconds to throw a pitch, and a batter can't leave the box telling you baseball would be more enjoyable to watch if that was the case. Mm -hmm. Enforce that. Your foot is in the box the entire time you're up to bat. And if you leave it, auto out unless you were blown back by a pitch or whatever.
3: I, I don't even feel like that's controversial. I feel like that's that's just reasonable. Yeah. Um Here's mine. I
2: mean I could be swayed on the whole execution piece of it.
3: <laughs> just hobbled, you know.
2: Yeah. Mine is I this.
3: Mean, and I don't know okay. if, again, I don't know if mine's controversial.
2: Baseball was better with steroids. Oh <laughs> <laughs> it's just I'm just, better just gonna with immediately steroids. interject and say, I'm sorry, but I think encouraging the children of our I don't want little league leaguers plan. doing it.
3: But when you get to the majors, if you want to put something in your body and you feel good, it's your body, man, get after it. I want I mean, the way they're hitting home runs out now, imagine what they'd be doing if they were juiced. Maybe they don't need that though. I don't know, man. I don't know. Hmm. Just saying Don't tell me that baseball wasn't more exciting. 98, 99, 2000. Don't tell me it wasn't. We all
2: know it was. Sports Talk Mississippi. We will continue with controversial sports opinions with you when we come back. Some of yours are starting to come in. I think these are going to be fun. I can't wait to hear what Michael Borkeys is. I'm going to massage the execution idea just a little bit and see if I can come up with a suitable alternative. You should. Maybe just flogging. Maybe we should go to flogging. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back.
5: Don't know what you do It ain't too bad the to way you
6: from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. No accidents or breakdowns to report just your normal congestion for this time of the day. If you see a traffic problem, be sure to contact your local law enforcement. This traffic brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the best place to finance your home, auto, boat, and more. Also take advantage of their free checking
7: and mobile deposit capture. Forty-three.
8: Save the date, April 23rd, 2022, and let's ride in Greenwood, Mississippi. Ride begins and ends at the Greenwood LaFleur Airport and winds through the beautiful hills of Carroll County. During the Greenwood Gravel Grind, take the challenge 50K or 100K. Two routes, three rest stops, gravel hills, sag support, post-ride party. April 23rd in Greenwood. Sign up now at GreenwoodGravelGrind.com. Brought to you by the Greenwood LaFleur Chamber, Indian Cycle. Visit MS.com, Greenwood CBB
10: this portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs.
11: The best made to order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash, or Grubhub. Call 769 208 8283. Once again, 769 208 8283. Where Mississippi comes to talk.
1: Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi team with live reports from games and practices, plus exclusive interviews. Weekday afternoons starting at 3 on supertalk.fm, the Super Talk Mississippi app, and always live on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station.
2: Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm, FM, SuperTalk TV. We're just gonna have some fun in this first hour. I, I I feel like this is a conversation that is going to last the entire first hour. We um we, we do have guests coming up with you this afternoon. We're going to uh, to get into a little NFL conversation, Saints draft. Luke Johnson covers the Saints for the Advocate. He'll join us to uh, start the four o'clock hour. And, uh, Kendall Rogers will join us to start the five o'clock hour from D1 baseball, our weekly conversation with him. Uh, give me heavy dose of Southern Miss in that conversation with Luke or with, uh, with Kendall today as well. But to, uh, to start the day, we're talking about your most controversial sports opinion. I have uh, have introduced execution into the conversation for slow play. Uh, I'm being slightly hyperbolic. Let's hope. Like, I was really... Tr- yeah, I'm, I, I'm obviously <laughs> kidding a little bit. Um, my level of frustration in the top of the eighth inning was, was extreme. <laughs> it was extreme. Uh, I was playing around with the whole like baseball slow play thing. Like, you get one warning... What if you, what if it's the hitter's fault if you automatically called him out? Regardless of the count, hitter gets one warning within the, within the same at bat. If there's the need for a second warning, you're out. Go to the dugout. And if a pitcher, after getting a warning, continues to slow play it, batter automatically is on base. Maybe even in scoring position. I don't know. Just thinking out loud here. Brian Haydad wants to uh, reintroduce steroids to baseball legally. That's, uh, that's something. Michael Borky, wanted, I need your you most... You
3: wanted controversy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Michael Borky, I need your most controversial sports opinion. I
4: don't know quite how quote-unquote controversial this is. Okay. But it is something that I actually believe to be true. NIL will actually clean up recruiting in college sports and has cleaned up recruiting in college sports. Mm-hmm. And here's what I mean by cleaned up. There, there's undoubtedly still the dirty underbelly going on where players are getting paid not to take visits. That is a familiar concept around here. Um, I expect that to continue. Things like that are still going to happen. The under-the-table stuff is still going to happen. But I can't tell you the number of stories that we all know, some of them are public, that happened pre-NIL and recruiting. Funneling money through a hospital charity being one of them. Giving mom, dad, uncle a job that the person doesn't actually have to do any work in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Having an uncle with their hand out. I hear about, I mean, you've heard about that all the time.
3: There's always an
4: uncle. A distant uncle with their hands out, and they take advantage. Uh, When I was in college, I I knew of a, a football player whose family got a bunch of money, and he didn't get a dime. College recruiting is dirty. It's been dirty. It's always going to be dirty, but I think the concept of NIL will allow a lot of the bad actors and that kind of stuff to go away. You won't need to do that anymore. In large part. There is no hospital charity that needs to be used to funnel money. He can just pay them now. And so instead of uncle with his hand out facilitating the deals and the kid getting none of it, you have organization with direct contact with player in an above-board transaction that does not require sketchy jobs or sketchy people or sometimes criminal activity. Instead, it's cleaner. Is there more money? Probably. Is there still going to be dirty stuff? Sure. But at least now, the people that are actually putting the work in okay. are, are getting the money. And I think it's cleaner now than it was before.
2: I don't disagree with that. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I, with that at all. I don't think it's terribly controversial. no. Let's see. Let's get some of yours. If your team is down by multiple runs at the end of the game and you hit a home run and it does not affect the outcome of the game at all and you stomp home plate, then you are automatically out and your home run does not count. <laughs> hmm, okay. Uh, instead of extra innings, a mini home run derby takes place between the number one hitter from each team. That's from Zane, I think. In Corinth? Uh, Let's see here. uh, MLB tied after nine. No breaking balls, no pickoff moves. Pitchers are only allowed to throw fastballs? Okay. You would never
4: end a baseball game. At the professional level, anyway, the games would never end. Ever. If you could only throw fastballs, the games would go on forever.
2: Uh, controversial sports take. Evan, no more timeouts on a field goal attempt. Ever.
12: Hmm. hmm. I mean, unless
2: you don't have enough men on the field or something. But, I mean, he's talking about... Well, the then, then the
3: people, would, people would do that automatically, though, right? They would they would just be like just put ten guys out there. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa sorry, timeout. Okay.
2: Well then yeah, okay. I was just trying to be reasonable, but yeah. But yeah. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna intentionally skirt the rules, hey Dad, then we're just gonna eliminate it altogether. No timeouts oh. before field goal.
3: Hey man. Dirtiest player in the game.
2: Uh love the execution idea. At a JUCO game this year, the opposing coach told uh, taught his pitchers to hold the ball before delivering each pitch. Totally backfired as the pitchers found no rhythm. Rhythm, you guys are still the best Go Eagles, Jimmy in the Berg. You have
3: know, the John McKay route. what do you think about
2: the execution of your team? I'm all for it. See, this is an unpopular sports opinion, okay? From Lucas and Union. Lionel Messi is the most overrated soccer player in recent history. Oh God, that's that that's just wrong. You know, if you said Ronaldo, I'd be on board.
3: Yeah, Messi
4: now. Because you might be right if you said Ronaldo. He's he's a cherry picker, man. That's what he yeah. is. He he's is the benefactor the of opportunity and not cre- Messi creates he's his opportunities.
3: He's great, but he's not he's not as good as Messi.
2: Uh going back to Hey Dad and uh the, the summer of love baseball season, the mm-hmm. McGuire Sosa home run chase, two words from the nineteen ninety eight season corked versus juiced.
13: Yeah.
2: Uh, JP and Gula, football was a blast when there was a bounty tied to sacks. <laughs> Unpopular sports opinion. Um, by the way,
4: Ooh. we have to amend uh, the, the day Bruce Arians retired. We have to amend those takes, by the way. He was definitely forced out of Tampa by Brady. And if not for Brian Flores, now, Tom Brady who would be that? would be the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins right now. Possibly with Sean Payton as his head coach.
3: Who who said all, who said that now? Who was the guy on the show who was adamant that that was the case?
4: They said that Brady and Leftwich. Uh, there's new reporting on this deal, by the way. It blew me away. Like I, I couldn't story. believe Great it, reporting. Yeah, that Leftwich and Brady would spend all week on the game plan, and Arians would come in with a red marker and just mark it all up and say, "No, we're not doing any of this." And it got to the point where they still won a Super Bowl. And they still won a Super Bowl. Uh, they got to a point where Brady was like, if I'm coming back, I'm not playing for that guy. Byron's going to be my offensive coordinator. He and I are going to do this, and that's final, or else I'm not coming back. So you guys decide.
2: Is that why he retired in the first place?
4: No, he retired to it was, it was get a scheme, ownership evidently. stake in the Miami Dolphins.
3: Yeah. You need to find the article and read it. It's, it's mind-blowing. Very detailed. And Did this funny. all
4: happen today? This all came out today the while you were calling baseball. Okay.
3: Yeah. Well, I was doing the Kids'
2: Day it's, game, Ole Miss yeah. and Murray State. Yes, yeah, it's I, it's I, fair I that you,
4: it's fair that you missed that, but it, it'll blow your mind when you read it. Tom Brady won, it was going to have stake in the Miami Dolphins, and then Brian Flores filed a lawsuit against the team. And that derailed everything. And they were going to pursue Sean Payton to be their head coach. And the Saints probably would have said no. But then you offer a gigantic package with picks and stuff like that. And if Peyton's not going to be your coach, you might as well get something for him not being your coach. They had it all planned out. Mm. And then Flores filed his lawsuit.
2: Unpopular sports opinion Lance Armstrong still deserves all seven of his Tour de France titles.
4: See, that's the kind of stuff I was looking for because I think you're Ah. crazy, but that's what I was looking
2: for. I mean, juicing or not, doping or not. Well, I mean, he still had to ride the bike. How many
3: other people were juicing?
2: Yes. Well, yes, the answer is is yes. Yeah. Then why did he get caught?
4: Yeah, he beat all the juicers,
14: you know,
2: because he was running like a fraud ring on top of the fact that he was doping. Yeah, not because guy. he was the because he because was, he raised you know, hundreds of millions of dollars based on the idea that he was
3: he was supposed to be a feel good story, and it turned out not to be. So people hate that.
2: Trying to come up with the proper word, eunuch is not it. Eunuch. <laughs> 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 sports talk mississippi we will be right back
11: <laughs> from the seabrookpaint.com weather center i'm bob sullender for all your paint and coating needs go to seabrookpaint.com today a slight chance of rain mostly cloudy high near 84 tonight a 60 percent chance of rain cloudy skies low around 65 your wednesday showers and thunderstorms some could be severe high near 85 and for your thursday a 20 percent chance of rain sunny skies high near 78 this weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871.
7: When you partner with RJ Young for your business printing needs, you get the RJ Young difference, superior service, in-house leasing option, and a we-make-it-right guarantee. Choose RJ Young for your HP-wide format equipment and supplies needs. Print with confidence and trust HP Original Supplies for consistent, uninterrupted printing. To learn more about our office equipment and technology, visit rjyoung.com slash printers. RJ Young partners with the best printer manufacturers like HP to offer you the best technology solutions that power your business. Na, na,
0: na, 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 it's na, Ford na, Truck na, Month. Now's me. the time to get a great deal on the only trucks built Ford tough. Work or play, get after it in a new Ford F-150 or Super Duty truck. Get behind the wheel of a new Ford Maverick pickup. And get after any adventure with deals on Ford Ranger. Take advantage of our best offers on the full Ford lineup of trucks. But you better get going. These deals won't last. Get to Ford Truck Month. Let's get
15: we think diamond prices in most jewelry stores are downright
8: scary.
16: That's why at Juniker Jewelry Company, we're doing something about it. Because starting Monday, April
8: 18th, you can buy directly from the diamond cutter. It's the Diamond Expo at
15: Juniker Jewelry Company. Our diamond cutter is flying in with millions in certified diamonds. Fresh production, every size, shape, and price range. It's the Diamond Expo. Three quarter carat diamonds for less than $1,650. One carat for under $2,500. And two carat diamonds starting. Starting at just $7,500 plus qualified buyers get up to 12 months financing interest-free guys this is how you buy a diamond the diamond expo save hundreds even thousands directly from our cutters six huge
8: days Monday April 18th through Saturday April 23rd I'll be there to shake your hand Juniker jewelry company Mississippi's direct diamond importer 1485 Highland Colony Parkway just south of 463 in Madison and junikerjewelry.com
17: Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran,
11: Mississippi's Handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com.
18: It's Lisa Arbuckle, and you're listening to top Mississippi News. A bill creating the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund is expected to be signed into law. It'll allow our state to take advantage of tens of millions in additional investments, providing $10 million in funding in the first year. Senator Angela Hill told us it initially started out as $20 million, but the legislature can always appropriate more.
19: Uh, whether it says it's a $10 million recurring or not, we can always appropriate and add money to that. So I don't think that's that great of a concern. If, if it's something that we see is working, you draw down the federal funds.
18: The language in the bill provides for state lands before any money is doled out privately. An independent board comprised of professional experts in conservation will develop a project selection system to prioritize investments throughout the state. The program will also promote public-private partnership, allowing local governments, state and federal agencies, and charitable conservation organizations to participate in collaborative project proposals. To read more about the fund, go to supertalk.fm.
1: Your news, your talk, your weather, and your sports. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Every show, every podcast, and every late-breaking story. All in one place.
0: Supertalk.fm. During the month of April, AARP Mississippi is providing you with tips to help prevent fraud, so your money lives longer. They are shining a light on how you can protect yourself and your family from fraud with a telephone town hall and document shredding events. Learn more and sign up for free at aarp.org slash ms. Here in C Spire country, the best network
16: anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where Blazing Fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country,
1: only a few steps ahead. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Taking your controversial sports opinions on this Tuesday afternoon as we get things rolling in the first hour. Luke Johnson from The Advocate Covers the Saints will lead things off at four o five. Kendall Rogers at five oh five this afternoon, as we get into some baseball conversation as well. Schilling bonds, Palmero, and Pete Rose all belong in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Controversial sports take. Don't disagree with that. Not
3: at all I don't either. Put a wing of the Hall of Fame together and call it the steroid era, and then put those players in.
4: Yeah, it's a museum, right? It's a museum. We talked about this when when bonds got denied. Do we only have museums for the great stuff that has happened? No? We we don't, right? No, I think there's, yes. So what's wrong with a sport having a museum to tell the story of the history of the sport that doesn't just show
2: only great? There's nothing wrong with it. Just don't tell that to the fuddy duds that vote on the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, Reggie Bush still deserves his Heisman. Absolutely. Not controversial. Uh, Reggie Bush doesn't deserve Kim Kardashian. Well, That's on the ceasefire text line. Wait, are Reggie Bush and Kim Kardashian a thing? They, they were. They were a long time ago. Rudy was offside. You
3: look at the film. Ooh.
2: Scott. Scott's coming strong here. Cheerleading is not a sport. Buddy, let me tell you something.
3: Remember when we said that band wasn't a sport? Remember a response we got? I'm not
4: touching that one. Let me tell you something. The the kind of cheerleading that is like at NFL games, fine. Although they dance, and they they work hard and all that. I hear you. But, like, Ole Miss cheerleading just won the national championship recently, right? If I remember correctly. It's not like I followed the team, but I think they did. What they do, though, is a sport. The competition-level cheerleading is absolutely
2: a sport. I, uh, I mean, I watched... A whole bunch of girls that are in sixth grade work toward and try and get ready for dance team and cheerleading tryouts. Those little girls work their butts off. And the throwing them up in the air. yeah, Yeah, yeah.
4: But I like that you came with that though. That's the kind of stuff I was looking for today.
2: Um Somebody said, heck, there's a Pearl Harbor Museum. You are talking about there are museums for bad things. Yeah. Uh, you must have at least three years of college baseball before being eligible for the Major League Baseball draft. I'll tell
4: you what, man. The, the more, and this is a conversation maybe for a different day, or maybe even for today if we've got time. Um, I'm not going to try to lie to you guys and say that NIL is going to start becoming huge in college baseball, because it, it won't. But... If you've got a guy that's a draft pick that usually you wouldn't recruit because they're going to go, or you would recruit, but you know they're just not going to sign with you, they're going to go play. When you look at the numbers already, college players get to the major leagues more than the guys that signed right out of high school anyway. That already happens. That phenomenon already exists. And the more you read about how pathetic They treat their minor leaguers and the life that those guys have to live. Signing for a $300,000 signing bonus sounds really nice, right? When you consider that going to college is already a better path anyway, and the fact that you can make some money while going to college, you're going to start seeing these prospects end up in college more so than you ever have before. So if you get, if there's a little, especially in this state where we care, right? If there's a little bit of NIL money that they can earn while they're in school, you're going to see some guys turn down big signing bonuses to go to college because the life is a heck of a lot better. It gives you a better path to the majors, and you can make some money.
3: It's going to start happening. It should, it should happen. I agree. We'll see.
2: Controversial sports take poker should not be on ESPN. I would rather poker than the crap that they air lately.
3: Yeah, po- Stephen A. Smith over, po- or poker over Stephen A. Smith. Come on.
2: Controversial opinion Aaron Donald is the most overrated player in the NFL. Now, now we have controversy. Ooh. Below average against the run and average sack numbers this past season. Ooh. Buddy. Man. I like what you're, I like the fire.
3: Stephen A. must have gotten to the text line. That is the, that's his kind of take. Good Lord. That's some Bayless-level heat.
2: NASCAR is
4: not a sport.
3: Oh, goodness. Don't tell Gary.
4: Uh, I remember years ago when that conversation was had on this show, and, buddy, that was not received well.
2: Lucas and Union, instead of doing a traditional extra-hole playoff in golf, the participants get to choose their opponent's clubs, and you're limited to three. Kind of making a mockery of what has happened for the previous 72 holes, but okay. Um, Let's see here. NFL needs to contribute money to college football because they use it as a farm system.
3: That's an interesting take. I'll say that. I don't know how controversial it is, but that's an interesting idea.
4: The NFL, though, will never do that when they look at Texas's budget of over $200 million. That's true, too. Well, why am I giving you money when look at what you're printing right now,
2: David? Controversial sports. Oh wait, I don't think that goes. I mean, this would go here. I don't think it is. If Dan had just beaten Ole Miss on his way out of town, state fans would love him. <laughs> He's right. You're right. That actually yeah. fits, but this was not. That was not for this topic. Oh, it doesn't matter. It's not. It's not
3: controversial either. If the state had won that last egg bowl, yeah, Dan Mullen would be would
2: probably still be revered. David says, "I got two boys playing baseball. My daughter in cheer works ten times harder than the boys. Cheer is a sport."
4: Yeah, there was first take did that or, or whatever Max Kellerman's doing now. I don't know whatever. Um, where where he said he doesn't consider Tiger Woods an athlete, and so dumb. Uh, the, They thrive off that kind of stupidity because that's such a subjective conversation, right? Define athlete. What what is an athlete then? If you don't consider him a great athlete, then what is an athlete? Well, you. It's just such a subjective, goofy conversation that they thrive. That's what they do.
2: Is Forrest Gump the greatest athlete of all time?
3: I mean, a all-American football player and then a world-class ping-pong player. Not to mention a marathoner. I mean, An ultra—he well, never actually ran marathons. He just—he was the first ultra-marathoner, the first yeah. one to do you know these these off-road things.
2: No, he he did run he did run marathons. He just didn't stop at twenty-six point two. Right. He just kept on going.
3: He got to twenty you know six thousand point two.
2: Yeah, something along those lines. Ooh, controversial sports takes. Softball is better to watch than baseball.
4: I will oh, say th- this. Go ahead. If you've never watched a softball game before, I think you would be pleasantly surprised. It may not be your cup of tea. I, I know, like the-, the chanting and stuff, I get it, and it's definitely not played like baseball, right? Uh, you know, slap hitting and stuff like that. But it's a fast game. I mean, they play two quick. O- two hours. It- it one quick and done. man. They they move. I mean, they move through games. It's a very fast pace. I think you would kind of be surprised that you enjoy it a little bit. It's great for families. Oh, yeah. Bring the kids out there for
3: Bring the kids five to the bucks. softball game. That's a great, it's a great thing.
2: Uh, a couple more of these. Shaq, Pulley, and Biloxi. Pro golfers should carry their own clubs. Ooh, that's interesting. I like it.
3: Tiger would not have completed 72 holes no. last week.
4: It is interesting. That's not the only, and I'm not saying this person doesn't believe that, but a, a caddy's job is not just carry the clubs.
2: They, they are far more important than that. Forrest Gump was also a Congressional Medal of Honor recipient, and he nobody was.
4: at the stop sign or at the the, the bus stop
2: believed him at all. Um, I get a message on my uh, on my phone from a buddy: Forrest Gump versus Bo Jackson, greatest athlete of all time. <laughs> There's a debate, and that's Alabama versus Auburn
3: too. You got a good Iron Bowl uh, storyline there.
2: Yeah. All right. There's so many of these coming in. Uh, you,
4: you,
3: you left one earlier. That, I'll say it, because it, it's, it's it's Ole Miss related. Let me see if I can find it.
4: Oh, that, that the Grove is a, is a detriment because people
3: don't the Grove go to games? The Grove is a they, detriment to Ole Miss football. Because people go to the Grove and don't go to the game.
2: I think that's less of a thing than it used to be.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Although I've not been in the Grove during a game and... 20 years, probably. So maybe it's still a big thing. I don't know. I I just feel like people that want to go to the game go to the game, and people that don't, don't. Makes it easier to leave early, I would guess. It may be a detriment to football, but it is a huge net positive for the university. That makes sense. All right, Sports Talk Mississippi with you. We'll wrap up the 3 o'clock hour, and we'll be a little more serious. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, probably not. Sports Talk.
6: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. No accidents or breakdowns to report just your normal congestion for this time of the day. If you see a traffic problem, be sure to contact your local law enforcement. This traffic brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the best place to finance your home, auto, boat, and more. Also take advantage of their free checking and mobile deposit capture.
17: Last month, we gave you some of our biggest and best deals ever, but in April, Ridgeland and Mitsubishi is determined to give you even more. We're more selection to choose from, more affordable payments, and more savings than ever before. Get here now to take advantage of these amazing offers. Pay only $249 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirages. Want more? The Mirage averages a whopping 40 miles per gallon. That's right. Only $249 per month and get huge savings on gas. Still want more? Then don't forget about Run Mitsubishi's new Lifetime powertrain Warranty. That's right. A Lifetime powertrain Warranty. RidgelandMitsubishi.com And we'll give you more for your old vehicle, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So bring your trade in today and remember. remember. Remember, you are approved. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. With all of this, who could ask for more? RidgelandMitsubishi.com. This is the opportunity you've been waiting for. So get to Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We'll approve credits to deal for details.
1: Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com.
10: I'm Lauren McGraw with Godgo. I'm here to help you with your special events like picnics, reunions, or weddings. We have many options of luxury restroom trailers. No event, too big or too small. When you gotta go, please call GodGo 601-879-3969.
14: Here's Flint from Coleman Taylor Transmissions. So something that we've done over the last few years, we went up to a base warranty of a two-year 24,000. So no matter what, you're going to get a base warranty of a two-year 24,000. We feel that's a little higher than the industry standard, and if you have a failure, I'm the one you talk to. You don't call a 1-800 number. You call me, and I deal with it.
0: Remember, free towing on major repairs. Call Coleman-Taylor Transmissions today at 601-355-8526 or go to ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com.
14: Mississippi Forestry Association is pleased to offer in-person teachers' conservation workshops this June and July. These hands-on conservation workshops feature field trips to sawmills, tree farms, and other natural resource sites, and prepare educators to use the award-winning Project Learning Tree Curriculum in their classrooms. Workshops are held in North, Central, and South Mississippi and offer CEU credits for Mississippi educators. For more information or to register, go to msforestry.net forward slash TCW.
9: Capital City Metro Area. Love to have you join me tomorrow morning, six to nine. Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi, ninety-seven point three.
1: Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi.
13: With you on
2: Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm FM and SupertalkTV.com. Thanks for being with us on this Tuesday afternoon. So you had baseball earlier today. Did you guys, Morky? Did you partake in any of the uh, Ole Miss Murray State game, or did you just kind of let that one slide? I had it on for a second,
4: but I realized I was wasting my time. I had, I had a lot on. of work. I to have do. no idea.
3: Ole Miss. I assume did. Ole Miss. Yeah.
2: Yeah, oh, we would have, if they had lost we would have led with that. I guess, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. They uh they won 8 to 2. Um there were two or three pretty good things that happened today. Pitching has been an issue. Drew McDaniel pitched well. He worked into the 6th inning. He uh he went went 5 innings. And gave up two hits, one earned run, struck out eight, and only walked a batter. And that was on like 66 pitches. So, good day for him. After that, it was getting a bunch of guys some action. Max Chofi pitched for the first time in over a year, returning from uh, from Tommy John. He inadvertently buzzed the tower on his first two pitches, and after that, his control was really, really good. Um... Hunter Elliott looked good in the uh, the final, final inning of the game. There were some good moments at the plate. Jacob Gonzalez had three hits. One of them was a knob-of-the-bat single. Like check swing, you thought for a second he got hit, the ball actually hit the knob of the bat, and it rolled in the dirt all the way down the third baseline into shallow left field, and nobody could get to it because the shift was on. Um Justin Bench had a couple of doubles and drove in a couple of runs. Tim Elko went three for four. So there were some bright spots. But at the same time, there was still that kind of big old lull in the game. But they didn't do much of the play. They scored three in the bottom of the first and didn't, did not score in the second, third, fourth, or fifth innings. And then they scored five in the bottom of the sixth. I mean, big crooked numbers are great, but... Don't you need more consistency? Yeah, especially when it's bad pitching, which is something that and, they've
4: actually been able to hit all year.
2: And in fairness, Murray State pitched 10 guys.
4: Yeah, and it's so, tough, kids' day, whatever. A couple players were late, and so they couldn't play. I mean, probably weren't all that engaged, but... Who was late? Uh, I know Ty Malone was. Dylan DeLucia as well, if I remember okay. correctly.
2: Yeah, They weren't going to play anyway.
4: Uh, Malone could have. Time Malone might have. Uh, but... I mean, what do you take away from a game like this? Nothing. What do you take away from State UAB tonight? Nothing. You probably would have liked to have seen them win by 15, though, instead of six, but whatever. It's all about this weekend, man. It's all about making or solidifying your spot in the postseason. That's the the conversation now.
2: All right, so there's a point that we have not raised yet. We talked a lot about, oh, the the conversation has changed, right? It's not about hosting; it's about getting into the tournament. Has it dawned on you guys that we need to specify which tournament we're talking about? Well, it, both, but neither one. Uh, right, five not weeks all ago, fourteen felt teams are in the SEC tournament. You have two teams that don't get there. Yeah. Right now, there's only one team that has a worse record than Ole Miss or Mississippi State, and that's Missouri, at three and nine you got a bunch of 4 and 8 teams. One of these teams that's sitting at 4 and 8 right now in the SEC is going to be watching Hoover on television. That's just a fact.
4: And if that is the case, well the weekend after is not happening either.
2: No, absolutely yeah. not.
3: And it might not be happening even I mean if you're the 12th to the 11th, you don't know for sure that you're going to you're going to you're going to be there.
2: I, I'm having trouble because, w- look, we talk about them all the time, right? We know the makeup of the rosters and we know that there's talent on both Mississippi State and Ole Miss's roster. I'm having trouble getting to a place where I see either of these two teams not in Hoover for the SEC baseball tournament. Here are your current teams at four and eight or worse. Kentucky, South Carolina, Missouri, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. And then you got Vanderbilt and Florida both at five and seven. Are we convinced that one of those five teams that I named first, Kentucky, South Carolina, Missouri, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, it's two of those five that will yeah, not be like, in Hoover?
3: You feel like Vandy and Florida will, will be okay. Vandy's
2: not very good.
3: They're not very good this year, but. You feel like they'll be okay.
2: I think Florida's getting better. That was a big series win for Florida this past weekend, getting Huge. two and three at home against Arkansas. Yeah. This weekend matters big for Ole Miss and State against the South Carolina team that's four and eight. Oh yeah, no, there's no question. It also matters for Mississippi State against Auburn, but but I'm I, within the context of. These teams that are jockeying to get to Hoover, South Carolina and Ole Miss are two of those teams. Obviously, Mississippi State is as well, but they're not playing one of those teams. It's also sitting there yeah. at uh, at four and eight. It's crazy that this is even like on the radar as a conversation, though. Yeah, we'll talk some NFL when we come back with Luke Johnson.
3: For all the sports,
1: sports. we Mississippi. Be powered Mississippi by your tree professionals Supertalks at Barone Street
21: Pros, 601 345 Fox News, I'm Rich Denison. At least 10 people were shot, 18 others injured when a suspect opened fire on a Manhattan-bound subway car in Brooklyn, New York this morning. Fox's Brian Yenis. A man took out a gas canister. The smoke filled up the train as the train
3: arrived at the platform, and he opened fire on people on the train as well as on that
21: platform. A search for the suspect continues. Officials say they aren't yet treating this as an act of terrorism. The United Nations reports at least 140 children have been killed by Russian attacks in Ukraine.
18: Among the hardest hit areas where local leaders say large numbers of children have died is Mary U- the pentagon says that it is closely watching reports of a possible chemical weapons attack there kremlin however denies such actions taking place
21: fox's alex hogan is in lviv ukraine america's listening to fox news
0: This is Dr. Will Lumpflett with Capital Dental. We are proud to offer
22: the most up-to-date technology to ensure you are receiving the best possible dental care. Book your appointment online today at CapitalDentalInc.com. That's
9: CapitalDentalInc.com.
4: When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle
9: guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day,
4: 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the Original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service.
12: Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle trouble's down the drain. Roto-Rooter.
18: It's Lissa Arbuckle and you're listening to Super Top Mississippi News. They passed medical marijuana, teacher pay raises, tax cuts and more. But legislators couldn't come to an agreement on reinstating the ballot initiative process during the session that just wrapped up.
12: I'm told that there's an ongoing discussion on that, and it may be a one-day special session for that, and if so, I think it makes sense. It's important.
18: Vicksburg Mayor George Flags alluded to that possibility when we talked to him Monday. Representative Angela Cockerham told us this morning she's heard rumblings amongst her colleagues over the past few days.
5: But that's not unusual in terms of if, if there's something really significant that maybe we just were not able to complete. I would be happy if the governor were to call it, but of course, definitely that's within his purview.
18: The governor is the only one that can call a special session. Hattiesburg police are looking for a suspect after a shooting on Cypress Avenue around 930 Monday night. The victim has been transported to a local hospital.
20: It's a first day.
10: She found a new best friend It's a
20: laid-back Sunday afternoon You wish never end The homemade taste of bluebell And good friends
9: gathered round The good old days <coughs> are being made right now Do you believe that something great can be even better? <laughs> we do By adding sweetened peaches to creamy peach ice cream, Blue
12: Bell has raised the bar on flavor. Try a half gallon or pint of peachy peach today. You'll be better for it. The good old days are being made right now. The good old days are being made right
10: now.
0: Look for Blue Bell ice cream at your local grocer and pick up your favorite flavor today.
18: An agreement has been reached between the Madison County Library System and the city of Ridgeland, as the two have been at a standstill for the past several months. In late January, the mayor of Ridgeland, Gene McGee, announced that the city would withhold $110,000 of funding after complaints that LGBTQ content was available in the library. Following McGee's statement, over $112,000 was raised by the Friends of the Ridgeland Library to cover costs. Since then, the city has offered a memorandum of understanding to the library system, which they accepted this week. The Floors Bluff in Jackson is going to get a facelift, according to Mississippi lawmakers. State officials including Lt. Gov. Delbert Hoseman, Sen. Cindy Hyde-Smith, and golf architect Robert Trent Jones gathered on the grounds of the state park to announce that plans to turn it into a golf course are underway. The new location will be called the Otter Creek Golf Park, and it will be next to the Museum of Natural Science and the Mississippi Children's Museum. For more Mississippi news, go to supertalk.fm.
9: Go with the home team. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 09. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. It
5: doesn't get any better than this.
1: Quick. On Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Clock hour with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Thanks for being with us, Richard Cross, Michael Borke, Brian Haydad. We're coming to you in the Pearl River Resort studios, Pearl River Resort, the home of the sports book at Timeout Lounge. Let's go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Luke Johnson joins us right now, covers the New Orleans Saints for the Advocate. Luke, always appreciate a few minutes of your time. We've talked a lot about the player angle for the NFL draft. You know, what have players done in the combine? How have Pro day workouts gone, all, all of those things. I, I'm curious about the, the flip side, the, the, what the Saints are looking at as we get closer and closer to the draft. And in particular at the, the quarterback position and I guess of local interest, Matt Corral. Uh, what can you tell us about potentially the Saints interest in former Ole Miss quarterback
21: Matt
23: Corral? Well, I think he's one of the guys you have to consider, right? When when you're looking at this, I think there's there's probably five guys that kinda of come into mind when you're looking at the Saints potentially selecting a, a quarterback. Um I, I think the one the the guys that everybody kind of zero in zero are sorry. The guys that people are zeroing in on right now are uh Pittsburgh's Kenny Pickett and, and uh Liberty's Malik Willis. So those are kind of the two top guys and you see him you see him get those uh those two mid-round picks now, and you're like, okay, well, they they could. If they find a willing trade partner, they could potentially package those and move up in the draft and make sure they get their choice of of one of those two top guys. Um, But that's, you know, this is all with the understanding that that we're we're basing this off of, you know, what we know about these guys and what everybody's saying about these guys, and and the Saints could be sitting in in their, their war room right now and saying, we really like Matt Corral. We think he's got the goods, and we think he's going to be there at sixteen. You know, uh, that that could absolutely be their process right now. And I, I think Corral would fit in really nicely with what they do offensively. You know, I, I know there's still a little bit of a you – know, nobody really exactly knows what the Saints offense is going to look like without Sean Payton next year. But you've still got Pete Carmack will calling the plays. Um, yeah, I, I think they're going to be you know, they're going to look very similar to what you know, we've we've come to understand the Saints team is. Um and you know, I think Corral's traits fit pretty nicely within that. So I yeah, you know, I think I'm you know, he's I'm, I'm literally writing something right now and I just got done writing Matt Corral's name. Um yeah, I think he's somebody that we can't be um you know, losing sight of uh when, when we're talking about the Saints and, and potential quarterbacks that they could take in this draft.
2: I, I am curious if if you've talked to anybody with or around the Saints or just in NFL circles specifically about Matt Corral, because throughout a lot of the season I and, and maybe we do this too loosely when, when we go, oh, probably a you know, future first-round pick. I mean, people love to throw that out, and there, there just aren't that many of them. But it feels like since the season ended, Matt Corral's stock has fallen a bit, and Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis's stock has risen. Is there anything specifically in the offseason that you can point to that has caused that to happen?
23: No, I don't think so. I think this just kind of happens from time to time, you know. And, and you know, people talk more and more about, you know, Pickett and uh, and Willis. is just, you know, they're kind of the consensus kind of lands on those guys, right? And then, um, and then you you end up getting the draft day, and there's still going to be four or five quarterbacks taken in the first round. Like I, it, that's just kind of the way it works out, you know. And, and you know, guys who maybe aren't getting as much hype in the lead up to the draft still end up going to, to favorable situations or, or uh, getting drafted higher than people say you know, they they should be or whatever the case may be you know um i i kind of agree with you i, I think you know a lot of the chatter has really died down around corral but I, I don't think that in any way is um you you know result in him falling to like the third round or something like that you know i, I still think that he's yeah. he's pretty clearly one of the top quarterbacks in the draft he does a lot of really nice things physically you know I, I think he his game is really suited to where the NFL is going right now um, just with it you know, with being able to kind of sling the ball down the field with with being able to, to move with his legs um, yeah you know, I, I would be really surprised if if he has this like this dramatic tumble it's just you know kind of coincided with people not talking about him as much
2: Business with Luke Johnson for the Advoc- uh, Advocate Covers the uh, the Saints So I guess we're a week or so removed From the, the big trade with the Eagles The Saints give up number 18 Overall, uh, third round pick Seventh round pick And a 2023 first rounder 2024 second rounder And they get number 16, number 19 And number 194 this year In return What's the end game here?
23: It's really hard to figure out man It's, it's just trying to trying to read the tea leaves and and you know, I just I feel like there's there's so many different directions this can go right um you know at first glance it kind of struck me like okay this this totally fits their MO you know they've been a team that for years has been in win now mode yeah. um and you know whether you're talking about the draft or you're talking about you know, their approach to the salary cap it's like you know whatever it's us borrow against the future to to satisfy right now it's it's what they just it's just what they've been doing right I think you look at 16 and 19, you're like, okay, they've got a couple needs on this roster, like pretty glaring, obvious needs. And those two picks in the middle round kind of align nicely with those needs. There should be a lot of receivers available then. There should be a couple offensive tackles available then. Um, And, you know, there might be, you know, one of these top quarterbacks or whoever they really like might end up sliding sliding and being there. You're like, okay, well... That, that that tracks that that fits with with everything we've we've known about this team and at the same time you're you're, you're starting to look you pull up the trade charts right you're like okay well where are the what can the 16 and 19 pick like where can that get you in the draft and it lands up right squarely in the top five right ahead of carolina who's kind of everybody's considering you know be the first team to to pick a quarterback in this draft the first team that needs a quarterback in this draft and they're like okay well Maybe this is just a signal that they're trying to move up in the top five and go to get the guy they really want. Um, which does not align with the win now mentality, right? Because um, you you've got you've already got Jameis here, he's gonna be your starter next year. You know, you're you're saying, Well, we're gonna win now, but we're also gonna build for the future at the same time while also trading away future traffics to get there. Um so you know, I <laughs> there's a lot of different ways to go with this, but I, I think, you know, only one of them really makes a, a ton of sense unless they're absolutely sold on one of these quarterbacks um and they're like we need to have this guy because we think he's going to be a dude for the next 10 years for a franchise that's the only way that makes sense and, and i i really can't see them you know packaging these picks and moving up to the top 5 for like Kyle Hamilton right and Notre Dame safety yeah like it's the, the only the only way they they make one of these trades is to go up and get a quarterback and um and that just doesn't yeah you know, it doesn't really jive with the rest of their moves and, and kind of their, their recent history. Was the,
2: was the new contract with Jameis, w- was this good for both sides? Um,
23: yeah, I think so. Um, but I, I think that you need to kind of reevaluate that conversation. Um, you know, at the end of April, with the Saints to take, take a quarterback, okay. you know, I, I, yeah, I think look. I, I think Jameis did enough last year to to prove he deserves another shot to be a starting quarterback, right? Um, yeah, you know, he, he didn't. Yeah, you know, they they kind of had, had him play with a governor last year, right? But um, but the the numbers he put up were solid. They won a lot of football games while he was in there, and you know you, you never really knew what this offense could totally be if they really fully unleashed him. And you know, they, I think they kind of had to do that out of necessity, just considering you know, their, their kind of lack of playmaking talent on the outside and where their strengths of their team were. Um, so, you know, I, I think I think it made sense for the Saints who do believe they have a, a roster that's that's capable of, of competing for you know division title or a playoff spot. It made sense for them to, to get a capable veteran quarterback who understands the roster, understands the system, knows everybody in the building, um, and you know, they got him at a, a pretty discounted price. Yeah, I, I think he's He's like middle of the pack, um, like 14th or 15th in the NFL for starting quarterback money. And, you know, all the guys below him are guys on rookie contracts or, you know, Marcus Mariota. So, um, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I I mean, that that made sense, right? And it made total sense. And even if they draft a rookie quarterback, it still kind of makes sense um, because you're you're guaranteed to have, you know, a a guy who you know you can trust out there. Um, But at the same time, um, I, I don't know if I can really say this it makes a ton of sense. for Jameis, if they go out and draft a quarterback, and, and they're essentially looking at him like, okay, you're you're you are a bridge. You're a guy that's going to get us until the point when you know, the guy we're drafting is ready to play, and we're going to let you walk and go somewhere else. Um, so you know, if if there were other options for Jameis out there, you know, you know there, there's reports that the Colts had interest. Um, you know, maybe it would have made more sense for him to go there um, and potentially be their guy in the future. You just it's hard to really say that um without knowing, you know, what what offers were available to him out there if anybody was willing to go more than 2 years. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think he could play himself into a, a nice contract, I guess it would be his fourth or fifth contract after all these 1 year deals he signed in the Oilers. Um but, you know, there is a possibility that he could be kind of in a in a lame duck spot, which would be a little um, you know, awkward for everybody involved, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah, no question about it. Luke, as always, appreciate your time, appreciate your insight, and we look uh, we look forward to reading the story where you just wrote Matt Corral's name. Thanks so much
23: as always. <laughs> My pleasure, guys. Talk to you soon.
2: Luke Johnson with the advocate covers the New Orleans Saints visiting with us on the Farm Bureau phone line. We'll be right back.
20: Yeah, I'm on this
6: from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. No accidents or breakdowns to report just your normal congestion for this time of the day. If you see a traffic problem, be sure to contact your local law enforcement. This traffic brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the best place to finance your home, auto, boat, and more. Also take advantage of their free checking and mobile deposit capture.
24: When you need an oil change, go see Central Mississippi's oil change specialists at Car Care Clinic Jet Lube. Their 28-point full-service oil change is more than an oil change. You get peace of mind with premium motor oil, preventative maintenance to change, inspect, check, fill, and clean essential components of your vehicle, and upon request, interior vacuuming. Just drive in, stay in your car, and the job is done in just a few minutes. Plus, Car Care Clinic is COVID-compliant. Car Care Clinic offers a 10% discount for women every Wednesday, and military, seniors, and officers. Offers responders every Thursday and is your locally owned and operated AAA-recommended repair shop in the Jackson Metro. An A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASE certified mechanics. Car Care Clinic has been a trusted business for great service for over 45 years. Visit any of their convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings. Car Care Clinic, we want to change your oil, not your schedule.
12: Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile
15: think diamond prices in most jewelry stores are downright
8: scary. That's why at Juniker Jewelry Company, we're doing something about it. Because starting Monday, April 18th, you can buy directly from the diamond cutter. It's the Diamond Expo
15: at Juniker Jewelry Company. Our diamond cutter is flying in with millions in certified diamonds, fresh production, every size, shape, and price range. It's the Diamond Expo. 3 quarter carat diamonds for less than $1650. 1 carat for under 2500. And 2 carat diamonds starting at just $7,500 plus qualified buyers get up to 12 months financing interest-free guys this is how you buy a diamond the Diamond Expo save hundreds even thousands directly from our cutters six
8: huge days Monday April 18th through Saturday April 23rd I'll be there to shake your hand Juniker Jewelry Company Mississippi's direct diamond importer 1485 Highland Colony Parkway just south of 463 in Madison and junikerjewelry.com.
0: Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable and friendly staff. Visit trustcarehealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare.
11: Feel better, faster. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at inc.com.
1: Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on ninety-seven point three FM, Super Talk Mississippi. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Here, Sports Talk Mississippi.
7: You like the show, huh? Yeah.
1: Super Talk Mississippi. <laughs>
2: Course Talk, Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. course off brought to you in part by M-Trade Park in Oxford. Make sure that M-Trade Park is a part of your tournament plans this spring and rolling into the summer. Tons of baseball, U-Triple-S-S-A tournaments. you got fast-pitch tournaments, soccer tournaments that are happening. And don't just take my word for it. Visit their website, mtradepark.com. You can find the full tournament schedule there. If you're a coach or you're a parent or uh, maybe you're, you're helping out as an assistant coach or the general manager on a 9U baseball team, that's a thing, by the way, uh, check them out. See the, uh, the the tournament schedule that is available for, uh, for baseball, fast pitch, or soccer at mtradepark.com. So we just visited with uh, Luke Johnson from The Advocate, covers the Saints. I know you guys are certainly... Intrigued to hear what he has to say. Let's start with where we started in the conversation with him about Matt Corral. What, what, what did you think about kind of Luke's thoughts on Matt Corral since the season ended and what the Saints might be thinking about him? Well, he's visiting this week, which I think is important to note here. Agreed. There's there some level of interest if the Saints are bringing him in to talk to him one on one.
3: Yeah. I mean, pre combine, and I think I said this on the show. You know, when the Saints were at 18, I got—I saw so many mock drafts of Corral going at 18 to the Saints that I just assumed, you know, I just started, okay, that's what they're going to do. That's what these guys are hearing, and, and that's what the Saints are going to do. And, I, you know, I was for it. I think that, you know, he could provide a, a good, uh, healthy competition to Winston and could possibly have won that job. Now that it seems that the Saints, I feel like the Saints want to commit to Winston. I feel like they want to they just can't bring themselves to quite pull the trigger. My thought process is if Corral's there in the second round, and I don't think he'll be there that late, but if he is, then then we can talk. But I would use these two picks to bolster what you have on the roster right now and 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 maybe a wide receiver, maybe an offensive lineman, or or maybe you know you try to you know shore up a, an already good defense
13: so but i. Are-
3: I, I just don't think Corral's going to be a saint when this is all
2: over. So, so you think the move was because they wanted two first-round picks, but not so much of, well, you had 18, but now you've got 16 and 19. You were convinced that Corral was the guy at 18, but now at 16 or 19, that doesn't make any sense. Well, I'm, I'm not sure I follow there.
3: It, it's, it's it's a combination of the fact that Corral has, has dropped for some reason, and I don't know what that reason is, but it's he's dropped on everybody's board. So I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna go in the sixteen to twenty five range. So I would say that you know, know, unless you're just set on him taking him there, unless the Saints just are absolutely enamored with him, I just don't see him going to either one of those picks.
4: Orky, it gives you a chance. I I mean that that's what scares me with this. When some people suggested they're going to package these picks and move up, that scares me because when you look at moving
2: up to get Kenny Pickett yeah
4: something that like, like that that idea. that Oof. terrifies me because I mean, does,
2: I, 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 I'm sorry for derailing your thought does that feel like a Mitchell trubisky Daniel Jones reach yes
4: oh no doubt Make especially that. when you've got you've got serious needs on the offensive side of the ball you need an offensive tackle Armstead's in miami now Not that he was able to stay healthy later in his time, but when he was available, he was one of the best in the league. Yeah. And he's gone. You need an offensive tackle, and you need a wide receiver. You need those more than you need Kenny Pickett. And you've got a chance with 16 and 19 to get both. That's why you make this move now, right, is because it's a deep tackle class. It's a deep wide receiver class. You can get two immediate impact players that you know you can get this year. Whereas next year, maybe they've looked ahead and they don't really like the group of tackles or receivers that might be coming out next year. That's what I hoped was going on here. Because using these two picks to move up to get Kenny Pickett solves nothing about this football team. Nothing at all. It it still gives you desperate need and... That will be your third quarterback on roster, and because you trade up to get him, you'll feel like you're you're forced to put him in and is he a difference maker? I don't think so, but y- you know what you've got in Jameis. will it win you a Super Bowl? Maybe not, probably not, but you know you desperately need an offensive tackle and you desperately need wide receiver because those two positions right now on your team are bad. you need to you go fix get them now Pick it
2: or Matt Corral... You may even need those spots more than you need them right now. Yes. With Jameis, who has seen what there is to see in the NFL. But let's if they are going to pick a quarterback, please
4: don't trade up for him. Like if Crowell's there at nineteen and they picked a tackle at sixteen, fine. Even if Kenny Pickett's there at nineteen, he won't be. But if he is and you picked him there, fine. You didn't sacrifice anything to go get a guy that you're not sure is going to help you. But do not take these two opportunities and turn them into Kenny Pickett, which solves nothing I about your football totally
3: team. Totally agree. Totally agree with what you're saying. 100%. Yeah. I, like I said, I, me personally at this point, I, I would I would just replenish the roster. I would get a receiver. Surely one of Olave, Williams, somebody will be there, you would think. And, uh, and then you know it sort of, it feels like that's 16 and then 19 is you know best available it, you know it, that there the, Pennington the kid from northern iowa possibly as a tackle could be a possibility there or yeah. do you, like i said do you go defense at that point or you know here's the thing maybe somebody really likes a quarterback there at 19 oh god and uh sorry and and they want to trade they want to trade up and then you've got something to work with there i don't i possibly as a, as a chip so the, there's a lot of options for the saints here. The, the, I will say this we we've talked about the draft and it is it, weak for quarterbacks, and I agree with that. There's not a true bona fide no chance you're going to miss quarterback in here. But it's deep at other positions. There's a lot of good offensive linemen, a lot of good receivers defensively. There's a lot of talent in this draft. so there's 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 a lot to work with in this sixteen to nineteen range yeah, you you
2: can you can absolutely make your football team better. Yeah, 100%. A lot better because you feel really good about what you have defensively. Now, for
4: the most part, safety, if you can get Matthew on board, then you feel really good about safety despite losing a couple. Uh, Jenkins retiring and then uh, Williams
2: signing with Baltimore. You feel really good at linebackers. Right, let's do it this way. If you're in Mickey Loomis's shoes, do you feel better about going... Offensive tackle at 16, Matt Corral at 19, or some combination of offensive tackle at 16, wide receiver at 19? Tackle, wide receiver. Tackle, wide receiver.
3: And, I, again, I think unless somehow Cross slides down to 16, I'm going wide receiver, and then I'll worry about tackle or whatever at 19 because I want to get the, the best choice of the wide receivers. And, and if like if Olave is still there, then that's, the, that's
4: where I'm going. It's definitely deep in both spots. I just, I like Matt Corral. I, I like him a lot, obviously. We, we got to cover him. He's a special player. I think he'll sure. be good in the NFL, but that's a projection. Kid. You know, and some guy on the text line said, James is going to lose the quarterback competition to a bag of rocks. No, he's not. Why people watched him play last year and saw bad, I, I'm mind blown by it. They were 5-2. and two. He was 14-3 to three touchdown at interceptions was second in the league in QBR or something like that when he got hurt. Like Nothing about Jameis Winston 2021 was... He played well. He played well, so yeah, you know it. you've the got... The Saints
3: were 5-2
4: when he got yes, hurt. You know you've got capable NFL quarterback already on board, and he's cheap. So, yeah. I, I, and again, I like Matt Corral. I would love to see him in a Saints uniform. That would be fun for me. I would enjoy that. I don't think that would be smart drafting. Unless you can get him at nineteen, if he's there at nineteen, pick him, go for it, because you've only got Jameis on two years, and I think the wide receiver room, well, although no, I mean, they need was, one, is better on than.
2: Yeah, I, I feel like you just talked out of both sides of your mouth because I, w- I was saying if you if you can go wide receiver or tackle at sixteen, I, I guess and what then I'm, corral at nineteen. I, I, I guess what I was saying, I mean, if you when you say if you can get him, I thought you meant like. Early second round. Oh no! If if if
4: they pick him at nineteen, I, I will for whatever it's worth. I'll be fine. I would prefer them not
2: to, but if they do it, I guess why
4: not? That Let's go. go
2: all in. Sure. I just thought it was telling when we asked Lucas second ago. when I, I was like, "All right, these are the picks you traded out, swap, swap, swap. What's the end game?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's a good question." And I got like yeah. two more weeks to know. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody really knows what they were doing. Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi with you streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com Somebody says let's do a hypothetical if Will was to go this year what round would he go in? If at all? Five to seven?
4: Yeah, late.
2: Undrafted free agent. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back with you. Continuing in this 4 o'clock hour, Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi.
11: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 84. Tonight, a 60% chance of rain, cloudy skies, low around 65. Your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms, some could be severe, high near 85. And for your Thursday, a 20% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 78. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins
9: Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. Our friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins' continued growth. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team at 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com.
17: Last month, we gave you some of our biggest and
9: best deals ever, but in
17: April, Ridgeland Mitsubishi is determined to give you even more. We're giving you more selection to choose from, more affordable payments, and more savings than ever before. Get here now to take advantage of these amazing offers. Pay only $249 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirages. Want more? The Mirage averages a whopping 40 miles per gallon. That's right. Only 249 per month and get huge savings on gas. Still want more? Then don't forget about Ridgeland Mitsubishi's new Lifetime powertrain Warranty. That's right. A Lifetime powertrain Warranty. Ridgeland Mitsubishi com, and we'll give you more for your old vehicle, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So bring your trade in today and remember you are approved. 100 percent credit approval is our number one goal. With all of this, who could ask for more? Ridgeland This is the opportunity you've been waiting for. So get to Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road, call 896 9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We'll approve credit to deal for details.
18: It's Lissa Arbuckle and you're listening to Super Mississippi News. They passed medical marijuana, teacher pay raises, tax cuts, and more. But legislators couldn't come to an agreement on reinstating the ballot initiative process during the session that just wrapped up.
12: I'm told that there's some ongoing discussion on that and it may be a one-day special session for that. And if so, I think it makes sense. It's important.
18: Vicksburg Mayor George Flags alluded to that possibility when we talked to him Monday. Representative Angela Cockerham told us this morning she's heard rumblings amongst her colleagues over the past few
5: days. But that's not unusual in terms of if, if there's something really significant that maybe we just were not able to complete. I would be happy if the governor were to call it, but of course definitely that's within his purview.
18: The governor is the only one that can call a special session. Hattiesburg police are looking for a suspect after a shooting on Cypress Avenue around 9.30 Monday night. The victim has been transported to a local hospital.
17: What we're going to do right here is go back. And now back to
1: the- back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's
4: get
17: rolling. On Super
1: Talk Mississippi.
2: All right, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. If I'm looking at this correctly, Chelsea won, and yet they lost. Is that correct? That is correct. So they won 3-2, to two, but in the two-match aggregate total score, they lose 5-4 because they lost to Madrid 3-1 in a previous match. Correct. So Chelsea is now out of the Champions League? Correct. Okay. So I was looking at their recent schedule. Are they playing in three different leagues slash tournaments at the exact same time? Yes. They've how do you in, keep up with that?
3: I mean, I just know how to. They they've played in.
2: No, I, I, that was a collective you. Like, I, I uh, get that you follow them. So, so they're playing in UEFA Champions League, the English Premier were. League, mm-hmm. and the English FA Cup all at the same time.
3: Yeah, the FA Cup semifinal is on uh, is on sun on
2: Saturday. Give me an American sports equivalent to what that would be. There really isn't one.
3: Uh, but imagine if Major League Baseball had its regular season, and then also, like, all of the division winners of Major League Baseball played in a tournament against, I don't know if there were real, if there were other leagues around the world, like, you know, the Mexican, the Japanese baseball leagues played a tournament against them. And then also if, the, if MLB held a tournament where every team in the systems, all the way down to rookie ball, played against each other in a tournament and you could end up with matchups like the Yankees versus the Angels rookie league team. That's what the FA Cup is.
4: Yeah, something like that's happening here. So like the Charlotte MLS team is playing a road game At the Greenville Triumph, which averages like 500 fans per game, because that's how they they may have a similar
2: a similar setup. Yeah. Okay. So your example is good enough. Let's make this college football example. Okay. So Mississippi State and Ole Miss play in the SEC Mm -hmm. as part of the college football playoff. The football bowl subdivision. Okay. Yes. So they're playing for a national championship, theoretically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While also, during the season, mm-hmm. playing against college football teams from other parts of the world.
3: Well, I mean, you could do it as they would be playing all the way down to, like, NAIA Division Two, You it's in a tournament.
2: And then playing... Uh, thing against comparable teams from other conferences? Then it would be, uh, you could keep it within
3: America, but like, yeah, whoever finished top three in the SEC, Pac-12, Big 12, Big 10, maybe the American, play a separate tournament to determine a champion. But it's not the national champion. It's just a different champion. The champion of champions, I don't know.
2: Okay. A lot going on. What's the biggest deal to win if you're a European soccer the Champions team? League, the Champions That's the league. biggest deal?
3: Yeah. Cuz you're the champion of of the continent, you're the champion of Europe. And then it's winning your your domestic league and then it Which wins, is which is the EPL, the EPL or La Liga or whatever, and then it's winning every every league has a cup like the FA Cup. Okay. So.
2: And there's okay. actually okay. two
3: of those too. There's there's one Chelsea uh, lost in the final to Liverpool of the EFL Cup, which is a, a similar oh my tournament. Oh my so it's, there, there was a time earlier this year where Chelsea was playing in four tournaments
2: at once. Hmm. Somebody says and they
3: they
21: also, also, yeah.
2: they we're missing a leg here. Somebody said Kyle Larson driving NASCAR on Sunday and racing different class dirt cars in yeah. different leagues every week, like he does.
3: They also played in another tournament called the Club World Cup, which they won. Uh,
2: middle of, uh, I think it was in January. Okay. But that was only two games. It's complicated. It is. All right, so what did we miss from our conversation, kind of going back to the the Luke Johnson Saints deal? So we talked about Matt Corral and kind of the quarterback piece of it. We talked about the fact that nobody really knows exactly what they're going to do. And then I guess the third leg of that was was kind of the Jameis contract, which I think all of us are in agreement that like this is probably – you you said you think the Saints want to commit long term to Jameis, but they can't mm-hmm. quite pull the trigger. Yeah. Is he not almost to the point in his career where he's not a guy like he's not elite enough that you want year, to right? marry him until he's forty? Well, he was he was five and
3: two last year and playing well. He's still if he had only stayed healthy, years old, I, I know. But if he had stayed healthy, I'd like to have seen what the results would have been. So this year, if he stays healthy, you'll sort of you're going to sort of know. So this will be the year where they either they either commit or they don't. I think there's one other thing to discuss here too. Maybe in my opinion, but what if the Saints want to trade up, want to package these trades to trade or these picks to trade up, but it's not for a quarterback? Maybe they want to make sure they get one of the three elite offensive tackles in this draft. They want to get Neal or uh, you. I can't say it or or Cross. You know well, what if that's the because, NC
2: State a, guy,
3: the NC State guy exactly. Yeah, that's how you Ocom- say his last Ocom- 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 name. I think. I, can't, I, I I'm not sure, and I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to pull a Quanzo Martin. Um, so what? I mean, what if that's what's that's what if that's the game plan? Or maybe there's
2: an elite. You even know player how to pronounce it correctly and still do it wrong. I, I wouldn't I hate that. At this
3: point, it's just it's just it's just fun. I wouldn't uh, hate that. Yeah, I mean, what if what if that's the idea? Like, look, we want to trade up, but it's not to get a quarterback. We want there's there's an elite player we want to get.
4: Well, if you're gonna trade up, though, it better be tackle. Because wide yeah, receiver, I mean, while you need one. With Thomas healthy and Callaway, it's not like you know, they are absolutely putrid to use your word there. Could you trade up to maybe get Kayvon Thibodeau?
3: Hmm. Do you well Cam well Cam Jordan's getting up there? You don't need him. That's an absolute luxury. But putting him on that defense, I mean it's something.
4: I'm fascinated by this. I, I even him visiting today, and maybe it's due diligence. You know, Mike Tomlin in the thoroughness, if what I heard about the way he handled himself in Oxford around Corral's pro day is true, where he was... Richard, you may have heard differently or whatever. I heard Mike Tomlin was like going around town. Hey, have you interacted with Matt Corral? Tell
3: I, I was me about told that, that he was, and I'm, I'm not trying to take away from Richard, uh, but I, I had no. somebody who was there, and they said that he made a point to go and talk to non-football staff. In the IPF, yeah. uh, talking to people who work at the cafeteria, people in academics saying, "You deal with Matt Corral. Tell me what. Tell me about
4: him. Trying to find out what he's like off the yeah. field." And so, what if you've got teams that host, especially quarterbacks, on visits to get intel on them for when they have to play against them? I mean, you're telling me that Mike Tomlin, for example, wouldn't take that step because I would. If I thought the Atlanta Falcons were about to draft a quarterback that I was going to play against twice a year, I want to talk to him unfiltered. I want him in my office. I want to know what makes you click everything about you because I thought them signing Dalton ended them their position in the quarterback draft because why would you sign Dalton? It's just a one-year deal, but still, why would you give him guaranteed money? and have Jameis getting guaranteed money to draft a quarterback. Are you really going to keep three quarterbacks on your game-day roster? Not what you usually do. How much
2: do they pay in Dalton? Just three. But still. Uh, you cut him if you want to. But he counts to your cap. Yeah, but three million. Remember, they make magic happen with the cap yeah. all the time in New Orleans. It's I I, just, I figured that ended uh, the quarter.
4: I guess not. But, I mean, if nothing else, let's pretend for a second that Atlanta does draft Matt Corral. Well... Dennis Allen and Pete Carmichael got to sit down with him for
2: hours and learn everything about him. I find that interesting. Yeah, but doesn't every team in the NFL do that to a certain extent through the through the it feels,
4: combine? And oh, sure. But I found that nugget about Mike Tomlin fascinating as well. I mean, I guess it doesn't surprise me. You're only successful at the highest level because you do things like that. But it just goes to show you how thorough the the greatest ones are, right? I mean, would, would you have thought of that when you're going to watch a guy work out and see if he's healthy? Let me go around town and, hey, have you interacted with Matt Corral? Oh, you have. Tell me about him. What was your interaction with him, you uh, barista at Starbucks or whatever? That's thorough,
2: man. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I, I don't think I'm doing that for a tight end. I don't think I'm doing that for a, for a wide receiver or a defensive tackle. But, yeah, it makes a lot of sense a quarterback. You want to know everything you can. And, and what have, what have we said before? What have I said? I think I said it one time last week. Maybe it was a couple of weeks ago. Teams are looking for a reason not to draft a player as much as they are looking for a reason to draft a player. Absolutely. Now, if there's a guy like Joe Burrow or Trevor Lawrence at the top of the draft they're either not looking as hard or they are willing to perhaps look past some things that might be questionable. And I'm not saying that either of those guys have anything questionable. Yeah. I don't know. But if you're looking at drafting a guy that you're not a 100% sure about, then you're looking as much for a reason to not pull the trigger on him as you are to go down that road. So... We'll uh, we'll see. What are we, three weeks from draft night? Is that right? Something like that, yeah. Three weeks from Thursday, I think. Getting close. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll wrap up the 4 o'clock hour with you next.
6: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. No accidents or breakdowns to report, just your normal congestion for this time of the day. If you see a traffic problem, be sure to contact your local law enforcement. This traffic brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the best place to finance your home, auto, boat, and more. Also take advantage of their free checking and
22: mobile deposit capture. When you need an oil change, go see Central Mississippi's oil change specialist at Car Care Clinic Chetlew. Their 28-point full-service oil change is more than an oil change. You get peace of mind with premium motor oil, preventive maintenance to change, inspect, check, fill, and clean essential components of your vehicle, and upon request, interior vacuuming. Just drive in, stay in your car, and the job is done in just a few minutes. Plus, Car Care Clinic is COVID-compliant. Car Care Clinic offers a 10% discount for women every Wednesday, and military, seniors, and all first responders every Thursday, and they're your locally owned and operated AAA-recommended repair shop in the Jackson Metro. An A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASE-certified mechanics, Car Care Clinic has been a trusted business for great service for over 45 years. Visit any of their convenient locations, or go to cccjl.com for savings. Car Care Clinic, we want to change your oil, not your schedule.
12: Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your (laughs) automobile.
7: When you partner with R.J. Young for your business printing needs, you get the R.J. Young difference, superior service, in-house leasing option, and a we-make-it-right guarantee. Choose R.J. Young's HP A4 for your business's managed print services and supplies. Print with confidence and trust HP Original Supplies for consistent, uninterrupted printing. To learn more about our office equipment and technology, visit rjyoung.com printers. R.J. Young partners with the best printer manufacturers like HP to offer you the best technology solutions that
16: power your business. Only
9: a few steps ahead. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Sportsbook at Golden Moon
1: Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the Timeout Lounge. Don't just be a fan. Be a player. Be a winner. Get the Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans.
4: We're here to play.
10: Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Supertalk Jackson 97.3.
21: System is a go. Go.
1: This this is Sports Talk Mississippi right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Exactly.
2: I needed some Pat Green on a Tuesday. Yeah. This is clearly Pat Green and Morgan Wallace. It's the Allman Brothers. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. We have uh, kind of gotten through the college basketball hiring season. For the most part, there's a little bit of uh, there's a little bit of here and there, but there are a lot of teams that did hire new basketball coaches, and if you missed any of the press conferences, well, they were kind of all one and the same. This is that's uh, kind of what they sounded like. And I want to thank everyone for being here today. It's a it's a bittersweet moment. It's a little bit bittersweet to be here. To be perfectly
7: honest
8: with you, there, there were some bittersweet moments. This,
7: is, this has been a whirlwind.
8: It, it's been kind of a whirlwind. Um. It's just been a whirlwind these last few days, I promise you, it's been, it's been crazy.
9: Though I would love to introduce my family. My wife Mary is here, she's the best player in the family, had a great career at Furman.
0: would like to introduce my family here, uh, this is my wife Megan. We met in college, uh, we were both participating in
4: basketball, she's the real player in the family accountability in society has become
2: a bad word nobody wants to be accountable anymore
8: having accountability and holding people accountable to what is right and what you
21: expect i don't mind not being the most popular guy in the building i will hold my players accountable i will hold my staff accountable accountability accountability accountability
2: accountability if you hear the word culture you know, and everyone that's
8: kind of become the, the, the sexy word amongst coaches. Well, you got to have culture. culture. Culture, culture, culture. But
1: every coach is going to tell you that they're going to tell you about culture and all you know, all
7: all the buzzwords. Building a culture. Build the culture. Build a culture.
0: Culture is the most overused word in sports. When things are going well, uh, everybody talks the word
17: culture. When um, when things don't go well, you must have a terrible culture.
9: This will also be a players' program. This is about the players. This is
17: about the players. It's about the players. Okay,
15: it's about players. And so we have to get players. And the way you get players and you get them here and you get is that you have great
16: fans.
2: I want to make this very clear today. Recruiting our
8: state and region will be very important to our staff.
0: The state of North Carolina is going to be the area where our focus, our whole entire coaching staff's focus, Will be
20: Obviously, we're going to recruit. We're going to start here in this state. So we're going to be everywhere in
9: Louisiana in the recruiting.
0: Offensively, we're going to play fast, but not in a hurry.
9: We're going to play an up-tempo style. We're
13: we'll going to get out and run and play in transition and play in space, all right?
9: And
16: I want to play fast.
9: Thank you. Go Tigers.
2: Go Bulldogs. Go Aggies. Go Terps. There you go. That's what they all sounded like. So the checklist... It's a bit of a bittersweet moment. It's been a whirlwind. Look, my wife is the best player in our family. We're going to have accountability. The most important thing is our culture. But really, the most important thing, this is about the players. We're going to recruit our home state. Look, I don't know what other people are telling you, but we are going to play fast. Go Turtles.
3: Go she Nailed it. Only only thing missing is I spoke to Dr. Keenum, and he emphasized how important beating Ole Miss is. That's the only thing that was
2: missing in there. So.
3: Yeah, I don't but think on that, that
2: note, a theme across all of the press conferences, Probably not, though. but
3: uh, it's a theme at Mississippi State. On that note, tomorrow at uh, the top of the 4 o'clock hour, new Mississippi State women's basketball coach Sam Purcell will join us, and we'll see if he'll talk about culture and
4: accountability. Uh Speaking of press conferences, first of all, shout out uh, to that super nerd, Eli Drinkwitz. Uh, happy 39th birthday. Hopefully you uh, high-fived everybody in your office. They're and not movies
3: to watch Return of the Jedi. Today.
4: Remember when he uh, basically copied and pasted his press conference and accidentally called the SEC the Sun Belt because he was yeah. reading from the same press conference he gave a yeah. year prior at Appalachian State? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, tip of the cap to Hoop Vision 68. That's Jordan Sperber, who put together the oh. um, the the montage of coaching press conferences. That's I like great that Borky stuff. didn't
3: have a, a point there. He just wanted to bring up that that had happened.
2: Yeah, it, it was it, like, didn't I have like, anywhere wanted, to go hey, with it. Just no. for a second to see if there was somewhere. He was like, Do hey, no, remember no. that time? Yeah, me yeah. too.
4: Yeah, all right. Our, you know, press conferences, it's his birthday.
13: Sure.
2: Hey, do you remember that time that we. um, Sorry. Remember the time Bobby Boucher came back at halftime and won the Bourbon Bowl, do you? Don't nobody talk about my mama. <laughs> Foosball. Hey, five o'clock first pitch, by the way. Uh, Mississippi State and UAB. Expecting to get some uh, inclement weather later in the evening, and so moved up the start time just a bit. Kevin, C Spire Tech Slam. We're going to play fast. Go Turtles. <laughs> Thank you, Richard.
20: <laughs> you like that?
2: Sometimes you just get lucky. <laughs> Kendall Rogers joins us next to start at the 5 o'clock hour. Of supertalk, Mississippi. Mississippi.
5: Supertalk, powered by your Mississippi. Mississippi.
1: professionals, Street
21: 24/7. And Fox News. I'm Rich Dennison. At least ten people were shot, eighteen others wounded when a gunman opened fire in a Brooklyn, New York subway car and platform. This man escaped. It was
4: just like a scary moment, and everyone was packed in the little station getting out. It was very scary.
21: A manhunt for the suspect continues. The GOP-controlled South Dakota House votes to impeach Republican Attorney General Jason Roundsburg for his conduct surrounding a 2020 fatal car crash. Roundsburg pleaded no contest last year to traffic misdemeanors in the crash that killed a man. Investigators say Roundsburg was on his phone and distracted. Fox's Jeff Manasso, Roundsburg has been relieved of his duties pending the outcome of an impeachment trial by the state Senate. Comedian Gilbert Gottfried has died. His family today saying the 67-year-old passed away after a long illness. America's listening to Fox News.
8: This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse.
7: Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now. Featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors. Offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main
19: Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The city of Vicksburg and Warren County are in the midst of imminent domain proceedings. Hoping to acquire 20 properties from six owners for a port that would be built off US-61 south along the Mississippi River. Mayor George Flags doesn't think
12: a new eminent domain law will be a factor. A public body cannot take land and give it to a private use, but if you take it for the purpose of public use, like a levy that's in the best interest of your public, then you can do it.
19: The existing port is at maximum capacity. The new port would provide a levee and other flood control measures and allow for rail line extensions, access roads, and other necessary
12: infrastructure. I think the legislature the governor the speaker and the lieutenant governor is all on board and believing that this can be the biggest port in the, in the state of mississippi and can create more jobs in the state of mississippi than any other port in the state
13: the mississippi farm bureau federation celebrates 100 years in 2022 if you're not sure what that means for you did you know farm bureau insurance was created as a member benefit to help farmers insure their land and equipment Today, everyone can benefit from great insurance rates and great coverage. We are more than agriculture, we are what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years of faith, family, and farm bureau. Become a member today at
21: msfb.org. Wanna scratch off game with great odds and great prizes? Try Mega Money, the new $20 game from the Mississippi Lottery. Mega Money is packed with fun and loaded with prizes starting at $40 plus the best odds ever to win $500. Mega Money even has 10 top prizes of $100,000. Play Mega Money by the Mississippi Lottery today and have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
19: It's no secret that Ole Miss and Mississippi State have been struggling on the diamond this season. The Bulldogs have gone from the defending national champions to unranked, while the Rebels, in less than three weeks, have gone from the number one team in America to barely hanging on in the polls at number 25. Here's what Mike Bianco had to say about his team's recent struggles.
23: You know, uh, we just
9: got to play better you know and uh we have and it's in us uh we just hit a spell here that uh you know all all last week even down at uh uh pearl against southern miss on a tuesday night we just we don't play well enough to win
19: mississippi state's chris lamona shared similar remarks to those at bianco's regarding his own squad
0: um, we have to improve that's probably the biggest thing with us right now is we got to get better and
3: um we have areas of the game that we're not playing well in right now that we have to get better at
19: currently both teams are tied for last in the sec west
20: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show
17: weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
1: Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi.
10: Do you ever get so excited that you just can't wait?
1: Yes! Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial! Here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: So based on just a little interaction we had before the break, there was kind of like a a, a coded Waterboy reference in there, and we got a couple of messages on the Ceasefire text line about it. And I I, I did say It really wasn't digging. coded.
3: I was gonna
13: say. I, yeah, well, that's obvious. true.
2: Yeah, it was. You're right. It was. But uh, I went back. The the reviews for Waterboy were awful.
13: Oh yeah. Never Which trust makes, movie
2: critics, man. Yeah, those, those people suck. It grossed $191 million, but by golly, let Roger Ebert tell me how bad it is. Or something like that. But we digress. Kendall Rogers joins us right now as we begin the 5 o'clock hour. It is Sports Talk Mississippi. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Hey, Dad, Kendall. As always on the Farm Bureau phone line, check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. He has been kind to... Uh, Carve out a little time for us each Tuesday during the season. What's up, Kendall?
13: Uh, I'm doing well. i got to say, I've seen The Waterboy probably 50 times. Are we we trying to convince ourselves it's a good movie? No,
2: no. It's not a good movie, but it's an incredibly entertaining (laughs) movie, and I don't need these uh, these high-minded movie critics to uh, tell me what I should and shouldn't watch.
13: No, for sure. Okay. I was just making sure. I didn't know if all fair you're making the, or earlier you're making the argument that it was actually a good movie. Well, it's not a bad movie. Yeah, I mean it's funny. I'll give it that. <laughs> it's
2: it's very Rogers. it's very like
13: I, f- I feel like it's very similar to like Black Sheep, you know, like to- like Tommy Boy was like the high water mark for Chris Farley. Yep. I feel like Black Sheep was like funny, but like not a very good movie. And I kind of feel like the Water Boy is like that for Adam Sandler.
2: Yeah, it's not it's not Adam Sandler's greatest work, but we can, I suppose, debate that uh, another day.
13: Can Adam uh, Sandler get into Ole Miss weekend rotation? That's the question. I mean, <laughs> he can <laughs> who? <laughs> we'll just let that one hang. Can, can Adam Sandler start on the weekend for Ole Miss right now? Hmm.
2: It's a reasonable question. It is a reasonable okay. question let's because Mike Bianco has tried just about everything else. Before yeah. we go down the the road of Ole Miss and Mississippi State, because that's not an entirely fun topic, let's talk about mm. the best team in the state of Mississippi, the Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles, who are up yeah. to 11 in the Division One baseball top 25. Is that right? Or is that RPI? Where are they? Is that right?
13: They're, they're Actually, it's kind of funny. We have them 11 in our top 25 rankings, but they're also 11 in the RPI right now. How
2: good is this team? We we were talking a lot about this yesterday, Mm -hmm. and, and my summation for them right now is they feel complete.
13: They are really complete. I mean, I was just writing about it in my column that I just posted, but this, to me, it sounds crazy. But like, this is a national championship caliber club, potentially. I I think when you look at this team from a pitching standpoint, you know, you look at Hunter Riggins, Tanner Hall, uh, Hurston Waldrop on the back end. They've got some really nice pieces in the bullpen. This isn't just a team with three weekend starters. And oh, by the way, after those guys, it's like a total, you know, total massive step down. They've got some really good options in the bullpen. And then you combine that with the offense with, you know, by the way, an older offense, which we all know is very critical in college baseball, you know, you know, with the, with the Danny Lynches of the world, uh, you know, with guys like, say, Wilkes, who are, who are just starting to kind of mature before our eyes and, you know, Christopher Sargent, you know, Will McGillis. This is an older lineup. Uh, this is a pitching staff with a lot of talent. They're an Omaha caliber club, and I'm not so sure they're not just a little bit more than just an Omaha caliber club. I think they're a team that can get to Omaha and make some noise.
2: When when we look at the next batch of regional projections, they're a host, right?
13: Mm-hmm. Oh, easily. I mean, right now, I had an updated top eight in my, my latest column just now, and you know, Southern Miss is like my second, second or third team away from being a protected top eight. So, I mean... Oh they're right there on the cusp of being being in the top eight range the only thing i kind of wonder about richard is you know i just think their their margin for error in that league is going to be very small in terms of like trying to get that top eight because conference usa right now is sitting at nine in the rpi last year if you remember four bid league the league was riding high Right now, they've got you know four or five teams in that league with like RPIs in the 180 to you know 250 range, and so the the weight of that RPI in that conference has kind of brought that down to number nine. And they're just gonna be one of those teams throughout the year, like you almost can't afford to like have a slip up at home to you know one of the teams like Rice, who has an RPI in like the 200s. Because what happens is you know at the end of the year, because we all know, no matter what the committee says, they always go by the RPI. So you lose like one game to Rice, and all of a sudden that RPI can dip down in the 20s. You lose one more to another team, and all of a sudden it's in the in the you know bottom 20s or in the 30s. So margin for error are very small, but right now they're looking really good.
2: And and the really cool thing about their resume is when they've had opportunities for for RPI boosting games, they've taken advantage. Um, you know they got a, a win over Tulane in the midweek, and I know Tulane has, has struggled a little bit. They've beaten Ole Miss, they've beaten Mississippi State, they've beaten mm-hmm. Alabama. They won a series on the road against Lafayette. They won the series at home against FAU. Pretty good series sweep to go to Charlotte and, and do it on the road. They've yeah. taken advantage of the opportunities when they presented themselves.
13: Yeah, I mean, like the toughest part of their schedule is over. Uh, I mean, they, yeah. they play Louisiana Tech, so like that's over with. We know that's a rivalry series. So, I mean, you know, Scott Barry probably driving crazy if you heard me say it, but like the toughest part of their season until the postseason is over. And so now it's all about just maintaining that level's consistency and just not having too many slip ups the rest of the way. If they do that, uh, they're easily a top 16. They're they're probably a top eight.
2: Mm, it's going to be interesting to uh, see. No, they would love a redo for that Dallas Baptist weekend. I mean, even if they only got one, yeah, they just didn't get
13: swept. Yeah. It was just a weird weekend. I mean, if you remember here in the state of Texas, it was like 35 to 38 all weekend long. It was just one of those weird deals. But like Dallas Baptist uh, is a really good team too. I mean, they're you know they're they're not as good as RPI. They're like number three in the RPI, but they're a pretty high quality club. Like they'll be a team that's in the top sixteen mix as well. All right,
2: let's move north in the state of Mississippi. Uh, oh, not well. great times in Starkville. Not great times <laughs> in Oxford. Uh, you got Ole Miss and Mississippi State both sitting at four and eight mm-hmm. in league play. Let's start here. Which of these two teams is more likely to rally and get in that 14-16 to win range in league play? Or can either get even remotely close to that number?
13: Oh, boy. Uh, I would probably lean Ole Miss. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I was looking last night and I was kind of putting together, you know, series wins for both teams. So, I'll look at I'll look at Ole Miss like this. I think they'll find a way to win the South Carolina series. Okay. Don't don't give me hate mail, please. But I think they win the, the the Mississippi State series at home. And then they go to Arkansas they'll lose that. They get Missouri at home. Then they get AM at home. So like that's a doable, doable schedule to win four remaining series. Now I'm not saying I believe in this team to do that just yet. But, like, the schedule presents itself to have a pretty strong finish up there. Like. Whereas if I look at Mississippi State, like, I'm looking at the remaining of their schedule, and I had them at 12 and 18 when I did it last night. I had them at 12 and 18. And, you know, I think you look at the Auburn series, I look at Auburn as, you know, a seri- I actually have them down as a series win. I think it was 12 and 18 with a series win over Auburn, like an upset series win. They get Ole Miss on the road, which I have them losing. I think they, they win the series at Missouri. But then I think they I think they lose their three three remaining series. I think they lose to Florida. I think they lose a series at A andm and I'm starting to play a little bit better now yeah. uh, and then you know they have Tennessee the final week. And I, I hope for their sake that's not to get an SEC tournament you know, that final week against Tennessee.
2: If Mississippi State goes 12 and 18 is there anything they can do in Hoover to play their way into the tournament outside of winning the whole thing?
13: Probably not. The, the, so, so, there's two different ways of looking at this. So, one thing is the conference record, Richard. The other thing is, like, where is your RPI right now? And, you know, Mark Ethers, you know, our Southeastern writer and uh, our resident kind of bracketology guy, you know, he wrote, he wrote a story last week and it was like one team in like the modern era of NCAA postseasons uh, has had an RPI in the 80s or 90s and gotten in the postseason. At this at at this stage of the season, Mississippi State right now at ninety, so they have, they would have to be the second team in the modern era to actually get in with that late, that bad of an RPI this late. Ole Miss sitting at forty eight, so like Ole Miss is actually within striking distance. It's just Mississippi State has a long way to go right now. But it's the SEC. All of a sudden, you win a series over Auburn. Let's say you win a series over Ole Miss. RPI looks a lot different at that point.
2: Yeah, certainly could uh, could change in a hurry. I mean, we we've talked. I mean, it's only two days into the week, but about just the magnitude of this weekend. Mississippi State's got to win the series at home against Auburn. Ole Miss has got to win the series in Columbia against South Carolina to have any strength be
9: for the postseason.
13: And that's going to be a tough chore because Will Sanders can really pitch. Matthew Becker is a really solid pitcher for South Carolina. South Carolina is really good at home. You know, as weird of a season as they've had, they've had series wins over Vanity and Texas at home. So uh, I guess with both of these teams, and, and maybe it's just giving them the benefit of the doubt. Mississippi State has certainly deserved it, given the fact that they're the defending champs. But like, sure. I guess I'm sitting back here going, hey, both of these teams, I feel like they're both going to make a big run. Well, I don't, think, I don't think both of them can make a big run. I think it's going to have to be either or, because somebody's got to lose that series in two weeks.
2: Kendall Rogers from D1 Baseball, bringing all the good news on this Tuesday afternoon. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah,
13: I wish I could be a little bit more positive. But we'll see. You know, we still have a long way to go, man. We'll see.
2: Yep. A lot of baseball still to play. Thanks, Kendall. We'll talk to you next week. Later, buddy. Kendall Rogers, D1 Baseball. D1Baseball.com. Follow me on Twitter. Be sure you check the site out. It's fantastic. We'll be right back. More coming up.
6: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. You can expect slow-moving traffic southbound on 55 from Lakeland Drive all the way to the stack merging to I-20 eastbound. If you see any traffic problems, be sure to contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at
14: 601-353-5216.
1: Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com.
11: Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse.
14: Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tank is always a better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's and Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown Hall.
10: Callaway's is. Callaway's is.
1: Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi.
12: Okay, what we do next. Keep it moving, buddy.
1: You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm good to be with you c-spire text line kendall is a downer love Waterboy.
13: boy hmm. i thought the best um, one
3: was from bobby and batesville i've seen it 50 times if it's not a good movie who held you at gunpoint to make you watch it the other 49 times
2: oh he wasn't saying he didn't enjoy it he just i mean like Quality cinematic masterpiece, yeah, I think.
3: You was. can't say it's not a good movie if you've watched it 50 times. I just I, I can't get behind that one.
4: Well, it depends on your definition of good, right? Would you say that Taco Bell makes good tacos? No. Yes. yes. Not compared yeah, yes. to real, no. actual good tacos. They're still oh, no, good. I disagree with you. They're, they're good. Then you don't eat, like, anywhere else.
2: I do eat other places. It doesn't appear to be the case. Just saying, I, I, but, I eat lots of. I, I have a quite diverse palate. I, you, you apparently guys I not love to eat. I, no, no, that's not true. You guys know that I love to eat.
3: By the way, Dolly Parton, huge Taco Bell fan,
2: and Oxford visitor, evidently. Yeah, she was here this weekend. The it uh, is is, cancel cancel the uh, Taco uh, Bell No, last I actually night. prefer Taco Bell tacos to Mexican restaurant tacos. When I go to a Mexican restaurant, I get fajitas or chimichanga.
3: I go to the taco places and eat tacos, and they are better than Taco Bell.
4: Right.
2: That's my point.
4: Is but the Taco Bell is still good. The Water Boy is good, but is it a good movie? No, probably not. But you enjoy it, right? Is Taco Does Taco Bell make good no, tacos? I, I no. See. The Water but Boy is a them. good
3: movie. I, movies that are, are, I enjoy are
2: automatically good. I don't enjoy bad movies. On average, how many times a week would you say you go to Taco Bell? Zero. Well,
3: I mean, in a 52-week year, I might go once, twice a month, so 26 times.
2: So so you average half a time a week? I guess that's the way I would look at it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you? Mm, on average? hmm one to one and a half times a week. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. You and Dolly getting after it there. Yeah. She's a big Mexican pizza. And it's party. usually mm-hmm. late at night, too. Like, it's like the one night of the week where it's like, how did I not eat supper? I'm hungry. I'm going to Taco Bell. That's what happened to me last night. I tried to do that Saturday night. Do you guys ever eat at Cookout? You familiar yeah. with Cookout? Yes. I mean, where, where you
4: can get a hot dog as a side. Yes. Yeah. Yes,
3: exactly. Yes. Yeah.
4: Like, it's
2: fine, right? Oh,
3: I it's realized it's on it's Saturday night
2: that, say what? It's good value. Yeah. So, Saturday, I was driving home from Auburn. I did not stop the entire way. I went straight to the ballpark in Tupelo where Obi was playing a game. Turned out he didn't have another game that night. Picked him up, brought him home help with bedtime, whatever, and it's like 9.30, and I haven't eaten. I was like, okay, I'm just going to go grab something. And so I start out down Jackson Avenue with no real intention of going to cookout, but I was intrigued because I'm not exaggerating when I tell you there were between 40 and 50 cars in line. That sounds like, about right that wrapped around night. the building, through the parking lot, and then back east up Jackson Avenue. Probably 25 cars on Jackson Avenue. And so, I'm like, okay, I'll go to the other side of town. So, I jump on Highway 6 and go down University Avenue. Same thing at Taco Bell. Wrapped around the building, through the parking lot, and out about seven or eight cars deep, back west up University Avenue. And so I went home and ate a bowl of Kraft and Crunch and went to bed. <laughs> I just I, I couldn't make myself do 45 minutes, to do minutes in line on Saturday night. Anyway. Um, oh, it's time for the college football fix. College Football Fix, driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com and find out why the best-selling trucks are built for tough. You can test drive the F-150 best-selling truck in America for 45 straight years. So today, for the College Football Fix, we, we talked briefly Yesterday, about Davos Sweeney. And I mentioned it again when we talked this morning, and Borky, you were like, yeah, I really want to talk about this. Chris Lowe writes at ESPN.com, like him or loathe him, Dabo Sweeney doesn't mind speaking his mind, nor does he ever spend much time trying to be somebody he's not. Hmm. Clemson obviously didn't make the college football playoff last year. I I did think that in some ways last season for Clemson was one of Dabo Swinney's better coaching jobs because that was not a great football team, and they played poorly early in the year. And they still ended up winning 10. Which is, a decade ago, 10 wins at Clemson would have been a great season. Not a good season, a great season. And so everything that Clemson football has become has happened under Dabo Sweeney and is because of Dabo Sweeney. Didn't they lose to the only ranked teams they played, though? Last year? Yeah. yeah, Maybe so. I mean, whatever. They still got to 10 wins. Um. So plenty of credit goes to Dabo. But Davo feels like he's in this model where he's like, nope, the game's changing, but I refuse to change with it. And not only do I refuse to change with it, I'm going to tell you why all of the things that are happening in college football are bad. That's the way it seems. I'm not 100% sure that's exactly what he believes or what his message is. I think the reality is Dabo Sweeney sees good and value in the college football system as it has existed for most of our lives. But whether he sees good or value in that, and whether or not that's true, doesn't really matter. Because the game is changing. And I use, like... The game, lowercase g, and the game, capital G. Like, capital G, the game is changing on the field and through recruiting, and lowercase g, it's, it's just changing rapidly. And if you're not willing to change with it, and you're not willing to adapt, and you want to dig in your heels and do it the way you've been doing it, you're going to get left behind. And All of this work to build Clemson into what it has become will be a footnote in history. And the comparison, or maybe I should say the contrast, is a guy who Dabo Sweeney looks up to. It's the guy that's the head coach at his alma mater. Nick Saban, if anybody was ever going to dig in their heels and say, no, by golly, the way I've done it works. And I'm going to keep doing it the way I've done it because it works. It works. We wouldn't be talking about Alabama the way we talk about them today. It's not what Nick Saban has done. Nick Saban has complained. And he's scratched and clawed and kind of had to be dragged a little bit. But you know what he's done? He's been smart enough to realize, you know what, it's changing. I'm going to change too. I don't have to love it. I don't even have to like it. But I'm going to do it because I want to keep winning. And winning is the most important thing to Nick Saban. I'm not sure that Davo Swinney to to him to Dabo winning is the most important thing.
5: Hmm.
3: Well, if that's the case, that's bad news for Clemson because their time at you know they're going to be one of these these programs that has sort of a moment in the sun and then you never hear from them again sort of like Colorado was.
2: Do, do you think I'm crazy for saying that maybe when it like, is Davos so convicted in doing it his way that is the right way for student-athletes and what he no. believes to be the right way for the game? No.
3: no, because if he was, he would have already quit his job like he said he was going to.
13: Hmm.
2: I know Borky's got some thoughts on this. We'll get to it when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com with you and the Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit pearlriverresort.com, the home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club.
11: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 84. Tonight, a 60% chance of rain, cloudy skies, low around 65. Your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms, some could be severe, high near 85. And for your Thursday, a 20% chance of rain, sunny skies, high near 78. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871.
8: When I got hurt on the field, I thought I was done playing sports. That all changed after my visit to Mississippi Sports Medicine. My super surgeon drew up the perfect game plan. It was my recovery and their game plan that proved the game-winning combination. 20 physicians, seven subspecialties, one focus, you. Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center.
14: Mississippi Forestry Association is pleased to offer in-person teachers conservation workshops this June and July. These hands-on conservation workshops feature field trips to sawmills, tree farms, and other natural resource sites, and prepare educators to use the award-winning Project Learning Tree Curriculum in their classrooms. Workshops are held in North, Central, and South Mississippi and offer CEU credits for Mississippi educators. For more information or to register, go to msforestry.net forward slash tcw.
19: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The city of Vicksburg and Warren County are in the midst of eminent domain proceedings, hoping to acquire 20 properties from six owners for a port that would be built off U.S. 61 south along the Mississippi River. Mayor George Flags doesn't think a new eminent domain
12: law will be a factor. A public body cannot take land and give it to a private use. But if you take it for the purpose of public use, like a levy that's in the best interest, that you public, then you can do it.
19: The existing port is at maximum capacity. The new port would provide a levee and other flood control measures and allow for rail line extensions, access roads, and other necessary
12: infrastructure. I think the legislature, the governor, the speaker, and the lieutenant governor is all on board and believing that this can be the biggest port in the, in the state of Mississippi and can create more jobs in the state of Mississippi than any other port in the state. Art, Wine, and Wheels, three epic events, one weekend,
17: all in Ridgeland. May 6th through 8th, the Ridgeland Fine Arts Festival, Sante South Wine Festival, and Natchez Trace Century Ride all take place. See the weekend schedule at
10: artwineandwheels.com.
0: During the month of April, AARP Mississippi is providing you with tips to help prevent fraud so your money lives longer. They are shining a light on how you can protect yourself and your family from fraud with a telephone town hall and document shredding events. Learn more and sign up for free at aarp.org/ms.
1: You know that nowadays more people are cutting the cord, ditching traditional cable and satellite television, and instead just streaming everything. With Talk Mississippi Media Digital's over-the-top advertising, you can get your business seen on streaming TV. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted team can show you how your ad dollars can go further to reach a more targeted audience. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today.
18: Listen to that work. That
1: work. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Did you get that memo?
13: Yes, sir.
2: Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. And there's a story on ESPN's college football page that uh, that Chris Lowe wrote, and it's a and a with Dabo Sweeney. And if you read it with an open mind, like if you go into this story saying, I don't like Dabo Sweeney and I think he's a hypocrite, then that's all you're going to see in there. But if you kind of read through it with an open mind, there are some interesting things and maybe some deeper thoughts in there from Dabo Sweeney that deserve some attention and deserve some thought. Like, he really is, and I think part of it is a product of the way he was raised and the fact that he came from a family that was absolutely dirt poor. And he talks a lot about the value of education and the importance of getting a degree. I think most coaches kind of give lip service to that idea. But I do believe genuinely that Dabo Sweeney thinks that is an important piece of the collegiate model. Some fascinating stuff there. Read it for yourself and see what you think. Borky, I know you've read it. And I know you have thoughts on Dabo Sweeney. And I think, not putting words in your mouth, that one of the thoughts that you have about him is that you think he's a hypocrite. Oh, yeah.
4: And hypocrisy was exposed in this Q&A, but, I, I mean, a, a lot of people in his position are. I mean, he makes $9 million a year, and he actively campaigns to block legal adults from making money themselves. That's, I mean, that's hypocrisy. And, and one answer, talking about the free market, and in the other, talking about limiting the free market, is hypocrisy. Rules for me, but not for thee. Um, that, that's really what that comes down to. I do find it fascinating, though, the unwillingness to change. Because, I, you know, it, they're football coaches, right? I, I think we put too much stock into what sports people have to say. For example, Cam Newton said something really stupid on a podcast recently. And you've got think pieces yes, and all this stuff. Cam Newton, how, how could you believe Cam Newton said... Yeah, I can. He's a football player. And I know there are a lot of... Athletes and coaches that do good and are are very smart and are engaging in their community and stuff like that. But the only reason why you know who Cam Newton is is because he plays football good. So why are you surprised that he maybe didn't have a nuanced and layered take of gender roles? He's a football player. Same thing with coaches. I don't care that Dabo Sweeney, I I think he's a hypocrite. He's a football coach. He's a glorified PE teacher who makes millions of dollars. So whatever. I think he's full of it. But the unwillingness to adapt and change to the modern landscape of college football, I think is fascinating. If I were a Clemson fan and I read this, I would be terrified. Relatively speaking. I'd be terrified for the future of my football program. Because Clemson has been on top mostly because of Dabo Sweeney, for a decade now. You can argue, there was a time you could argue that Clemson was the premier program in college football. They're still top two or three, depending on how you want to spin it. They are on top of the college football world. But you're starting to see leaks. Quarterback development's an issue. Roster management's an issue. And now the complete unwillingness to adapt to modern college football, I think, is going to kill them. Because they don't bring many players in. They don't sign 30 people recruiting classes, generally. It's not
2: been his style. And it's worked. Now you got guys leaving. And, and here's the thing. So they have, they, they've used the transfer portal once to this point, and it was to bring a former player back. He does say in this story... Everybody's going to have to use the transfer portal. But we're not going to primarily build our roster that way. We're not going to get a kid just because he's talented in the transfer portal. We're going to the transfer portal if we specifically have a need to fill. Yeah. So is he taking Which a is kind of what Nick Saban's doing, right? That, that is what well, Saban's
4: doing to, to some degree. But I mean, he got another I mean, offensive tackle today who's probably going to start
2: next year and be yeah, really, really well, good. What,
4: what needs does Nick Saban have?
3: He's always got a five-star
2: just sitting there waiting. To he needed a so wide receiver problem. last year, and he went and got Jamison Williams. Let's see. Yeah, and did he Eagles really need him, though?
3: Five. I, yeah, I mean, they what, did. Well, what well, I'm what, saying is what, there, what, there, was, there was probably somebody on that roster that if given the opportunity could have produced just as well because there's four or five five-star receivers on that roster.
2: We watched them in the postseason. They weren't the same without Jamison
3: Williams. They weren't at that point, but if that kid had played the entire year, if somebody had played the entire year, maybe it's a different story. I'm just saying I don't think that Jamison Williams is the reason Alabama played for a national title. They could have, no. they would have played for a national title without Jamison Williams.
2: I'm, I'm not sure I agree with that. And, right, well,
4: well need is a relative term too. Of course, I mean Alabama recruits so well. Um,
2: and, well, just the 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 point about Davo, he goes just like this year. We're down one in the offensive line, and we need to find a guy. So we're actively looking for an offensive lineman between now and May to get him in here for summer school.
4: Well, and then, just countering his own words, he said, well, if I use the transfer portal, I'm telling my guys on the team that they're not good enough. So are you telling now your offensive lineman that you've got on campus that
2: they're not good enough? I, exactly. I, I, I think his, but isn't his point there that if there's a hole in our roster – then we'll go get somebody. I'm not just going to go get guys because they're good players that are available. I hear you, but isn't that what recruiting is?
4: I, it just it, it seems convoluted to be so reluctant to add talented players to your roster when that's what you do in recruiting on an annual basis. It is recruiting. Either way, the adaptability, the, the willingness, the forward front of NIL, for example. Look at Texas A&M. Clemson couldn't sign Texas A&M's class. You want to know why? Because they're not forward in NIL like Texas A&M is, despite their denials. Alabama already reloads basically on an annual basis. Now Nick Saban's reloading position. I mean, did he need a running back? The Georgia Tech transfer is going to be, what, their third best running back? Possibly? Yeah. But he got one. The... The, the reluctance to adapt would scare me. Because Nick Saban, for a time, was reluctant to adapt. Remember how much he complained about spread offenses? Yeah, no doubt. Then he hired Lane Kiffin. And now you have, I mean, what, what do you hear Nick Saban complaining about anymore? NIL came. He didn't complain. Transfer portal came. He didn't complain. He, he, he doesn't even do that. He didn't even think to whine anymore. He just have... beats you with it.
2: Right, we had the lead-up to the national championship game where both... I do think coaches legitimately see problems with the transfer portal and the NIL. Not to say that they won't adapt to that, but I think that they say this may not be best for the health of college football. And I do agree with, I think Kirby Smart talked about it, I think Lane Kiffins
4: mentioned it, they need to close the portal for periods of time. That, that's something I, I that think needs to happen.
2: I think that is a fantastic next step in the transfer portal world. Like There is a window where you can put your name into the transfer portal and you can transfer. But you can't just do it willy-nilly all the time. It's wide open from the day the football season ends until the beginning of the next football season. And the SEC has put some constraints in place, like there's a, a kind of a drop dead date on when a guy can be immediately eligible if he transfers in. Right. I agree with that completely. Look, I, Borky, I, I agree for, with both of you on the surface level that there are things that 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 Dabo Swinney contradicts himself on a fairly regular basis. And that there are things that come up from his mouth that absolutely ring as hypocritical. But I don't think that necessarily means that every idea that he comes along is completely self-serving and you know, only what's good for me. Can those can those two things be true? Yes.
3: They can they can certainly be true, but I think it leans more towards the hypocritical than the uh, the correct.
2: And Dabo's also been the guy that's willing to say what's on his mind, right? I mean, if he sees something that he thinks is a problem in college football, he'll say it, and is kind of willing to he's kind of willing to wear the criticism.
4: I'd wear a lot of criticism for $9 million a year, too. Yeah. You really yeah. couldn't hurt my feelings if I was that rich.
3: <laughs> I would encourage the criticism.
2: Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. We got a score in state and UAB yet? You got that pulled up?
3: We do. It's 3-1 UAB in the top of the third. Hmm. Fast start
2: for the Blazers. We will wrap things up with you on this Tuesday afternoon when we come back. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad in the Pearl River Resort Studios.
6: Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. An accident on I-55 southbound past Woodrow Wilson Avenue, that's exit 98A, has the left lane block southbound on I-55. Expect delays in both directions and use caution when driving through that area. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217 i
10: you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, the home of Ole Miss Sports, brought to you in part by All Britain's Jewelers, Diamonds, Watches, Specialty Gifts, and more. Your family-owned
4: full-service jewelers since 1920. Visit All Britain's Jewelry in their new location on Old Canton Road behind Highland Village.
0: At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing of Vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do.
20: April is Gravely Mow the Distance Month at Revel Ace Hardware and Revel Outdoor Power. Save up to $2,000 off retail on select models, plus even more savings on customized package deals. Get 0% financing and pick your own
17: Mow the Distance bonus. Free oil change, or free set of blades, or a free service kit. Hurry,
20: the first 50 Gravely buyers receive a gift certificate for up to $200. Say big right now during Gravely Mow the Distance Month at Revel Ace and Revel Outdoor. Learn more at reveloutdoor.com and Facebook.
8: Save the date, April 23rd, 2022, and let's ride in Greenwood, Mississippi. Ride begins and ends at the Greenwood LaFleur Airport and winds through the beautiful hills of Carroll County. During the Greenwood Gravel Grind, take the challenge 50K or 100K. Two routes, three rest stops, gravel hills, sag support, post-ride party. April 23rd in Greenwood. Sign up now at greenwoodgravelgrind.com. Brought to you by the Greenwood LaFleur Chamber, Indian Cycle. Visit ms.com, Greenwood C V B, and Pepsi.
20: Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert.
1: Weekdays, 10 to 1, here on Super Talk Mississippi.
12: Can you feel it? Can you hear it? Sports
1: Talk Mississippi. Yeah! On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi.
2: Mississippi College Golf. The Mossy Oak Collegiate concluded today at Mossy Oak Golf Course in West Point. Vanderbilt won the tournament. Auburn finished second. LSU and Mississippi State tied for third. Best team finish for Mississippi State in this uh, this spring season. Ole Miss finished in sixth place as a team. Really good field. Really deep field, deepest field they've ever had for the Mossy Oak Collegiate. Uh, George Sargent for Vanderbilt was the individual winner. He shot a 12 under 204 across three rounds. Second place, Mississippi State's Hunter Logan shot a first round four under 68, followed it up with a five under 67, and then shot 72 today. So he was uh, three strokes back of the uh, medalist. So uh, this is it for the spring golf season as uh, they head for the uh, SEC tournament now. This was, um, in, in terms of the top 50 in college golf, you had five teams that were in it. Vanderbilt at three, Auburn at 16, Ole Miss at 19. Uh, Florida State was 18th, and uh, UAB was 47th coming in. So uh, really good field in um, in West Point. Speaking of golf. Sorry, mm-hmm. hey, Dad. Uh
4: <laughs> Go ahead, man. It's the end of the show. One of the coolest stories in sports. I had soccer earlier. Yeah, is happening this weekend. Name that most of you guys out there listening probably don't know. Morgan Hoffman is his name. PGA Tour player has never won on tour. You know, so not one of the big names. But he he's actually playing in his first event in I think three years at the Heritage this weekend. He had to step away from the game after he was diagnosed with muscular dystrophy. And An article came out about a month ago, I believe, uh, detailing his fight against it and the unconventional medicine that he has decided to undertake because the traditional stuff just wasn't working for him. Mm -hmm. So he moved to, I think it was Costa Rica, right? And started taking a holistic, medicinal approach, including uh, very unconventional uh, methods, and some of which was even like hallucinogens and he got some muscle back in his body and he's able to play and he feels like he never got the diagnosis at all there was an interview today him at his press conference where he said he could feel the bones in his chest where your pec muscles are supposed to be and but but now muscles are back and he can feel them again and he can play the PGA Tour gave him 18 medical exemptions that he could use after his diagnosis. This is number 16, I believe. So he is at the the, the end to, to win his card back or else his career's in jeopardy while he's fighting muscular dystrophy after taking years away from the game and, and doing things like just holistic medicinal approaches. And now he's back playing this week it's it's remarkable. You've got to read the story. I think it was Golf Digest that did it. Just Morgan Hoffman type it in, you'll find the article. It's long. It's worth reading though. Um what an interesting guy and an incredible story and he's playing professional
2: golf this weekend years after his diagnosis. Yeah. Really really is incredible stuff. And this is like the uh the the week that professional golf takes an exhale. The the vibe at uh, at Hilton Head is way different the week after a major. This this is a week. I mean, obviously they'll have a good field because you got a bunch of players that weren't in the Masters field last week who want to play. It's a PGA Tour event, and then you got some guys coming off the Masters that kind of take an exhale and a little more loose and free. There's a big old party deal that goes along with uh, with the RBC Heritage at uh, at Hilton Head as well. Was it Monday after the Masters? Yeah, it's. Uh, I grew up going to that tournament and sneaking
4: onto the course half the time. But hmm. you're, you're not wrong, man. The the vibes are just just Pretty low chill. key. Everybody's just relaxed and, and hanging out. Fun course too. Cool event, but it's different.
2: Bottom of the third inning, Mississippi State trailing 3 1 to UAB. Bulldogs have a runner on first with two outs in the ballgame. Pico Cohn was the starter. He went two innings, gave up four hits, a couple of earned runs. Parker Stanett now in the game. Hey, does this say anything to you specifically about what Mississippi State may do rotation wise this weekend if Parker Stanett is pitching on Tuesday?
3: Depends. I mean, he got one inning. Uh, and you know, obviously, it's a it's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday week. So, yeah. if he gets only one inning, he could say pitch on keep his spot in the rotation. I don't think that's going to happen, regardless. But I don't I don't think Stanett pitching today has anything to do with state's rotation
2: plans for the weekend, though. What's uh, your guess? they the go with this weekend,
3: Johnson, Brandon Smith, Cade Smith.
5: Okay.
2: I mean, I could throw three names at you for Ole Miss's rotation this weekend. It would be as good a guess as anybody guess. else's. It yeah, would be exactly. nothing but a guess. I mean, Hunter Elliott pitched in today's game. Was that Megan? Meet make... Pomerantz and uh, Biddle. What about Lance Lynn? Is he available? Sure. Sure. Sign me up for that. Thanks for being with us on this uh, Tuesday afternoon. Always good to be with you. Hope you have a great evening. We'll do it again tomorrow just after 3 o'clock. If you've got the weather stuff coming your way tomorrow, certainly be aware and uh, keep it tuned to Super Talk Mississippi. If there are any updates that we need to pass along to you, we will. Have a great night. For Borky and Hey Dad. I'm Richard Cross in the Pearl River Resort Studios.